Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I am your host, your purveyor of all things dorky within the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. Hello. It is good to have you all here. Hello. It's good to have you. Good to have you. Hello. Uh, that's right. I did it three times, two different times. I'm that good. Uh, fun episode this week. Uh, I do want to give a heads up. Next week's episode is recorded. Not yet edited together, um, but uh, life's been a little bit busy and, and things and whatnot. And, uh, I haven't been able to exactly uh, get together with people and schedule some interviews the way I would like them to do and, and recordings and whatnot. So not next week, but the week after, the, uh, so the week before American Memorial Day, might there might not be an episode, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get one there um, in between now and then. But... We do have an episode this week, and that's what that's what's important, right? That's why you're listening here. We've got the CPFs, the close personal friends, the close podcasting friends. Uh, we got uh, we we got Diggy, we got JTR, a good good. I, I said it last week. The 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 New England area connection is strong. Good episode. Love these two. It's a fun episode. Uh, we're talking about the Duchess, the Queensbury of or the Duchess of Queensbury match between William Regal. And Chris Jericho. In terms of gimmick matches, this is one of those. Like uh, I don't think they just had the idea, and then they did. They didn't really put it. They didn't really do anything about it for a little bit. Uh, in that, like uh, the rules, no one knew the rules, and that was the whole gimmick of the whole thing, right? No one knew the rules except William Regal, who was, you know abusing his time as a commissioner as kind of being able to finagle things and whatnot. So it's a fun, it's a fun match. We go over, we, we talk, uh, uh, just it with, with two wrestling fans. Well, you know, in Diggy's back, getting back into wrestling, JTR, uh, we've talked about has been wrestling, wrestling fan, but it's, this is before JTR's time. So like we're watching this and it's going to, it's a fun one. It's also a good match. I think this might actually be the legitimately the best match that we've ever actually watched on dork side of the ring. It's just a preposterous idea and it's been good. The commentary is strong. It's a good match. It's a fun time. And, uh, it's myself, JTR and Diggy talking about the Duchess of Queensbury match between William Regal and Chris Jericho. And we're going to watch it and talk about it and laugh about it here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. But do you know what's funny, right? Remember we were talking about we were trying to figure out, like, you know, waiting for uh, Sting's Paul Pierce at, you know, at ESPN, like, having fun. Mo- like, he's having fun. Yeah. Like, it, like... Like I look back on that, we're a hundred percent right on 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 the like the comparison. Uh, we did a good job. I'm proud of ourselves. Yeah, like like I thought. It that, pains me to say how accurate that really was. It, right, <laughs> but like it, it's like somebody I I, I I shared it with somebody or posted under one of Biz's uh uh like talking about Paul Pierce or something like that, like a tweet, and somebody DM'd the dork side uh <laughs> uh, uh Twitter. And was like, how fucking dare you? Like, that's disrespectful to to say that Paul Pierce is, isn't like a legend. And I'm like, that's never. That's we found, never, we found that, that, yeah. I was like, first off, we never said that he wasn't a legend. Or listen, Paul Pierce legend. is a legend. They're just both legends because of other people around them. Like, like you know, <laughs> by themselves they would have been like, oh, you know, they're really good guys and iconic team guys. Like, oh, he played, but. You know, also, I, I highly doubt if they never want to, if they never made those trades, Paul Pierce was going to be staying there. Um, but that's, you know, that's a alternate timeline that 
Never happened. There you but, go. But yeah, I it was just a mo- like the the f- fandom is wild, right? Because I'm posting in that general. Under, somebody was talking about Sting, right? And I posted under Sting, you know, same thing. No one came like, how dare you disrespect Sting? Because we didn't disparage Sting. We just said that you know compared them to you know individual players, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the <laughs> the like. But as soon as I said something about Paul Pierce. Somebody's oh, in my yeah, no, in <laughs> How dare you? Ready. I was like, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't say anything bad. We just said that, you know, he his his standing is boosted by playing with good players. That's a lot. That's the case for a lot of people, you know. I mean, all you did was compare one Hall of Famer to another Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah, exactly. Right? Ex- exactly that. That's exactly yeah. what we did. It, mm-hmm. It's just why mm-hmm. you know. And the reason why I was thinking about that, um, like the like the other day, I was listening to um. Eric Bischoff's podcast, and he was talking about like Conrad t- tried to give him like credit for like making bigger stars out of guys who are already stars, like Sting and what you know and whatnot. And he was just like, "I guess you know." And then Conrad's like, "Look, I don't think nobody, no one was you know banging the doors for uh, Surfer Sting, you know." And uh, then and my no, brain was like, Von Hesting did not have the juice. Mm. No, he didn't. Like, it was just, he, he, you know, no one cared about, I mean, not no one cared. He was absolutely the, the number one guy. It's just, he wasn't selling tickets, right? But people were selling, buying the Starcade 97 to see that man wrestle, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan. And uh, that's oh. uh, 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 and I, very much like the sorry. beginning of Paul Pierce's career. No one was buying tickets. <laughs> Correct. Listen, you're telling me you didn't want to see some Marcus Banks, Diggy? You, you know it is. Uh, G- Gary Payton, you didn't want to see the glove live in the garden? Glove. Not at that point. That was not the glove anymore. <laughs> I that was a forgot. hand warmer. <laughs> yeah. that was a, it was her fingerless mittens. Those were, uh... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Shout, shout out Ricky Davis, though. Yes, always, always. <laughs> it's just <laughs> finger. Look like the look like the wet bandits gloves. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, we're here on the dark side of the ring. Uh, we've got ourselves a New England connection because I'm putting respect on Rhode Island's name. We've got Diggy Thank and you. JTR. Welcome back to the pod, gentlemen. Hello. Pleasure to be here. An honor to be here once again. Uh, thank you for having us. Always, always a pleasure to talk to my pals. Mm-hmm. It, it's good. This is good. I, you guys, it's funny. Uh, you guys are episode uh, th- uh, two and three, so uh, the earliest combos. Because uh, I had I had a, a repeat with uh, with uh, the grapple guys. That episode went out this week. Uh, and sensational uh, chaos. Great episode, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> Thank you. Chaos. <laughs> I. I, the, my favorite bit of like feedback was was Chet going like grum breaking down how a Grapple Guys episode is to to the T and hilarious like, yeah. and then I'm listening to their their review of it. I'm like, hey, Jim Jam was at night too. This should be good. Forty five minutes of their hour and a half podcast is just just banter, uh, and I'm like, they <laughs> don't need to talk about you know like I it was also funny. I don't know. That's a. It was funny to like. Listen, have, they listen, found they found they, the winning formula. They did. They really did. Uh, season one of Grapple Guys is in the book. Good. To, congrats to them. Um, congrats bravo. to the Grapple Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Clubs. Uh, but we got 
two grappling guys of our own. They didn't like when I called them grapple boys, by the way. I, I mean, mm. you know, I just, I just called them grapply boys, and they... Yeah, that, that's, that's Hale Grum coming out. Grapple boys. <laughs> grapple boys. <laughs> <laughs> we got two of our own here. Uh, Diggy and JTR. Diggy, if you want to reintroduce yourself, uh, allow yourself to introduce, reintroduce yourself uh, to the to the to the listeners, and and to introduce yourself to those who, you know, may have not heard your uh, previous episode. What's going on, uh, Diggy? Here, uh, you can find me on Twitter at bdig89. Mostly just Celtics tweets. So if you're into that, feel free to take a look. But uh, yeah, no, I've been watching wrestling consistently for the last year now. I. Uh, Watched growing up in the Attitude Era, had about a 10-year hiatus, but uh, the Tribal Chief has gotten me back. He got me back in and uh, been going strong for the last year again with uh, the new stuff. Let's go. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Love, our Tribal our, Chief, I should uh, say. Love our Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Uh, the, the island of relevancy is now a place of love. Uh, it was just beautiful. Uh, <laughs> JTR on the other side of the table, uh, same for you. Reintroduce yourself and introduce yourself to those who may not have heard your previous episode. Hey, I'm JTR. Uh, I just do things. I just, you know, I just live. I just do whatever. You know, sometimes I feel like a little slander, but it's all in good jest. But, you know, I'm always, I'm just here for a good time. That's pretty much what we're here for. Um, The PG era is the most disrespected era in professional wrestling. I want that on the table now. You cannot recreate the greatness that John Cena and Randy Orton had back in those days. And uh, you can't tell me different. So that's... uh. That's my roots of this wrestling stuff, bro. That's a that's where I come from. Yeah, yeah. No, I still, I, it still blew my mind then, and still does when it's like, oh yeah, JTR is like a youngin. Like he grew up with Sting and Impact, not even in WCW. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, the Damn, first time I saw it's... Kevin, the first time I saw Kevin Nash was in TNA. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sad Shout time. Out to TNA, but uh, Papar- Paparazzi Productions, though, right? The the good the good Kevin Nasher main event mafia. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, good. As long as it wasn't the band was your first. Uh, the band was bad. That was not good. No, uh, no. You. <laughs> they replaced Hulk Hogan with Eric Young. Uh, <laughs> an upgrade. <laughs> an upgrade yeah, in many ways. If you ask me, I was out by that point. I was at that point. I'm like, I, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, we got you guys here. Uh, it's good, you know, two, three wrestling fans, so this is going to be one of those uh, episodes that's heavy with the wrestling talk. Uh, but I think I got a good, I think I got a good uh, thing for us uh, this week. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, you brought mm-hmm. up uh, uh, Roman Reigns, Diggy. Uh, you, mm-hmm. all, you guys mm-hmm. have both watched our Tribal Chief become the undisputed Universal Champion of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in God have, mode, bro. He's on. He's on. Smashed him, stacked him. Yes, is beautiful. Yeah. Is beautiful what he's doing. Uh, and I thought for sure that he had a torn bicep. Uh, that shit was torqued, and that shit was <laughs> that red. Shit looked nasty at that yeah, match. What a like, what a WrestleMania. Like what a, and, I was say, what a mania. That was top top three manias I've watched live. Right. Like I don't know. I don't know if I could be like, oh, like it's better than seventeen or. You know, this one that happened, but watching live for the, you know, as it was happening, 38's up there. Like, for ooh, sure. night one for was sure. incredible. Night two, the jackass match. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, that was a thing. It hit on all levels. You had great matches mm-hmm. between, like, Bianca with her incredible match with ooh. Becky. That was fantastic. She was a star. A star. A star. Oh. Mm-hmm, that's right. And 
the band entrance? Come on now. The only bad no. thing about that entire present was the fact that Corey Graves said, "What the hell is this?" Probably at the, at the <laughs> most like... at the wrong t- like benefit of the doubt. Like you know, it just if you were to give him the benefit of the doubt, it's bad timing because he could have been like, "What's this?" When you when you see just the just the instructor mm-hmm. and the two two, two guys marching, you're like, "Well, where, what the what's what the hell is this?" But the camp, Kevin Dunn did him dirty and cut straight to the marching band walking out as he's saying it. Like he had committed but, in his brain to be like, "I'm gonna say what the hell is this," and I know exactly I think, what this is. I think I said it right band. away. Yeah, yeah, it's a march. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, bam, HBCU. Like, yes, this is great. And we were trying. We were in the. We were in uh, my Discord watching, and we're like, we're trying to figure it out. And I'm like, is that Texas? That's Texas Southern. And we're like, you know, we go check. I'm like, yeah, okay, it is. Um, and, uh, it's just incredible, incredible. Just somehow you had Becky, Becky's like, uh, entrance was big star, you know, and it was just a guy driving around, <laughs> but it's big time Bex and it felt big time. And then Bianca comes out, whoo, looking like a star and just the star is just, it. that's her mania. Like the, the last year mania was hers this year. It's hers. Mm-hmm. Undefeated. That's what, that was one of my favorite Becky matches of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Bianca put on a hell of a show, but Becky playing the heel and like throwing the temper tantrum when she couldn't get. Oh the yeah, claws. Yep. Oh, incredible. They Lesbian. did. They did a great. I feel like Becky has some really good matches, but it's it's the matches. Weirdly enough, it's the matches where you're like, she's got no chance in winning this. <laughs> like, the, yeah, true. Like, because she's just really good at making you go, oh, wait, she might actually win. Even when, as the heel, like um, uh, the NXT Fatal 4 was the four horsewomen. Ever, like, going in, I knew, I'm like, there's no way that this, that, that, that Becky's winning, right? And it was the debut of, like, her steampunk entrance and everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way she's winning. Mm-mm, not happening. And then the course of the match, you're like, oh, they might, she might win. She, ooh. And then she loses, but she gets a standing ovation. That's a standing ovation loss at WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. so... Just, like, it just... It, it was, was a great just, match. It, I, I'm like, no, nah, like, good, good, do it. Beautiful. Fantastic it was story. beautiful. Starting the match off, uh, running the same beats as a SummerSlam match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, so good. So good. Got and everybody. Then, again. Again. Everybody's yeah, like, no. And it, the whole crowd, that whole front row was like, are you kidding? And then, like, thank, like you see the sigh of relief come over yeah. them after. <laughs> and, it's, and, and Jim Jam had said this, and I meant to get in his ass about it. But he was like, oh, you know, they, WWE has a way of taking their fuck-ups and working them into, into the long-term story. And I'm like, what if, oh, hear me out. What if that's just a story, right? What if the story is... Bianca mm-hmm. being humbled, right, a little bit, you know, where she gets caught off guard. She's got to eat crow. She goes to the back of the line and does everything right because that's what the baby face does. They don't throw fits. They just say, fuck it. Like, they put their nose to the grind and they work. And that's what Bianca did, which made the win even better because for the last six and a half months, she's been building herself back up to get back to where she was supposed to be, where she was, you know, where as an audience you feel she was she was cheated of that, but it's like that's the story. 
that and it builds up the whole feud even more with the whole Becky I haven't lost the title in two years so now mm-hmm. Bianca is the first one to take it off Becky in two years and a great story to, mm-hmm. after what happened at SummerSlam I, she, I think they did it great she's the first woman to beat her I think in general I don't think she's lost even non-title matches I, I think Bianca or not, not Bianca but Becky Becky hadn't lost a match since she lost to Asuka I think at TLC 2018 mm-hmm I think that was it. I think yeah. that's about it. And like yeah, from that thing too, and I can't remember anything. Like on... I'm, I'm, there might be like some like non-title Raw loss, or I guess she did lose the the SmackDown title too. So she lost the SmackDown title to to Charlotte that Money in the Bank 2019. But yeah, for almost three years she was undefeated, and sure that she had a month, she had a year and a half off after be, you know being pregnant, being a mom. That still goes into it. She hasn't been beaten in three years. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. it's just wild to think about. And Bianca has beaten two horsewomen at WrestleMania. She's beaten Bailey multiple times uh, on pay per view. That Charlotte one is going to, oh, baby. Oh, that yeah. Gonna that's nice. mm-hmm. well, that, that's going to yeah, be something. That's gonna be Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, you got They just, just don't it, let them it's touch. It's got to be. That's got to be next year. Like, there's. It makes too much yeah. sense. I hope they build it in a similar way. Not in a similar way where Bianca's like fighting her, like to build herself back up mm-hmm. again, but I hope they do like a, like a good long build and don't try to microwave this shit and try to get it quick, like a couple months before Mania. Because they haven't even interacted, yeah. right? Like, they haven't mm-hmm. even, like... Uh, since mm-hmm. NXT, when she said, girl, you don't even go here. Oh, that's right. right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess in, in this context. Si- yeah. Since, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're on, that, they're on the same level. Like, it's, it's very clear that Bianca is on the same level as Becky, Bailey, and Charlotte and Sasha, like it, it's very clear that there are five legitimate stars in the women division, like in WWE, and like because you'd be like, well, Oscar's kind of there, but Oscar always would fall below the four of them, and you could say the same, like Rhea's kind of up there, kind of. Uh, he still got a uh, greater heights to go to. Correct. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think you know, I I think. The, the fact that they know that, like, Bianca's, like, I think she's 31. So it's one of those, like, she's going to have a whole life. She wants to have a whole life ahead of herself. Like, she's talked openly about being a mom. Like, she's talked about how, like, Becky being a mom and doing this at the, the at the height inspires her to do the same. So, yeah, she's she can have a kid and still perform. No one's saying she can't, but WWE has to be like, all right, cool. We have to, we've got to, we got to work quick because... She's not. Mm-hmm. She's not as young as some of the other women. Like Rhea Ripley's twenty five, I think. So if is she Rhea that young, I did. Rhea is young. Rhea is young. It's one of those things of it, 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 the sooner they're on TV, they, that's why they started putting Braun Breaker so much on TV was because they want to establish that this guy is something that you should be on the lookout, even if you're not watching NXT uh, 2.0. But he's also twenty four, twenty five, and oh, yeah. it's gonna. He take was in the some- Madden game. <laughs> it's gonna take. He was, Madden, he was in Madden 21. <laughs> it's gonna he take. Was a him. Undrafted free agent. I, I signed him every time. <laughs> you gotta make sure you gotta have the, look. If your team doesn't have Baby Steiner back on, on JTR's team every year, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, Belichick J- would be proud. J- J- JTR uh, signed him, switched him to a uh, receiver, and then you know played with the stats a little bit. 
and then <laughs> said, "All right, go across the middle." No one, no, the safeties are the one who are now concerned about going across the middle. I was uh, like, "You kidding me, middle linebacker, bro?" You <laughs> it's just like oh, so yeah. parking before the play starts. Absolutely, that's great. The the whole just the Braun Breaker person like presentation is. I don't know. If, did you guys watch Stand and Deliver at all? I did. Okay, I did not see it. Okay, so he comes out and they they redo the um you know the NXT like breaking NXT, but now he's breaking NXT 2.0 and he's got a chainsaw, and they hand him a chainsaw that's like 2.0ified, like it's all got tie dye colors on it, and I'm like, that's a good that's I I that's a steel that's a steel chainsaw that's a quality machine right there. Uh, and he R- just related to it. <laughs> I love the new belts. Love them. Love them. I love the new belts. They just feel different. Right, like it, it, yeah. it sets. Like I, I've I've talked about this before, but like NXT was very. It was getting to where it was not what it was supposed to be. Like Triple H kind of lost the vision a little bit, and not so much as losing the vision, but the whole point of NXT was to create new stars, and when you're running out the same guys for four years, uh, like Johnny, at that <laughs> point, it's just. It's its own thing at that point. You yeah, know what I mean, like you're not, they're not, they're not graduating to that next level. And I'm sure the pandemic may have, like, had a had an inverse effect because if you remember, the uh, NXT Portland happens and everybody's, it, it's it's you know Keith Lee and Dijakovic have an incredible match, Bianca and Rhea have an incredible match. They built, and then this leads to Charlotte being involved to give credibility to NXT. Coming off of the 2019 Survivor Series with the with mm-hmm. NXT, you know, being better than Raw at the very least, um, and I think there was a there was a path before the pandemic that was, hey, we're going to have NXT be a brand. It's going to be a legit. It's going to be a legit third brand, and it's going to be unique in that it's these kind of wrestlers. It's this kind of presentation. It is a alternative to our actual three brands and then we'll have because at the same time they brought they bought evolve they brought in gabe sapolsky they were like all right cool you're gonna be like we're trying to do a nxt for nxt when it's just like we just want nxt to be a third brand and we want to have our developmental but then the pandemic happens and shit goes sideways and you're like well we can't we can't really do what we were doing before because uh shit but yeah. I don't know, like it's just I'm happy with the direction it's going now. They talk they talk about it. And I'm just like I really want to know what Vince saw when he went down there, because that's right. the thing that like rumored like you know allegedly started this whole shift. What did he see that is like nah we we need to switch it up. And he saw something that said I'm gonna clean house. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I'm like what happened? I need to know. I like I would I, pay to be the fly on the wall between that conversation. <laughs> uh huh. Oh. And like, and he, the thing is, people like shit on it because they're like, "Oh, Vince and Bruce got their hands on it and they ruined it." And it's like, you just like that it was indie workers that you knew. Like, so it's now more fun for me, somebody who I'm like, "Yeah, I know these indie workers. I can get my fill of indie work at AEW. They do that better. They do the indies mm-hmm. better on AEW." I want characters like the Tony mm-hmm. D's. <laughs> <laughs> the the Andre Chases, <laughs> the Tiffany Strattons, the Wendy, Ch- like the characters, and they still have some you know solid work going. Like it's just you know, but they're smarter about it because they're like, all right, cool. We know we have like greener workers. We need to put some uh, you know, we need to put some veterans down there. Hey, let's get AJ Styles to work with our big heel. 
Uh, Let's get Dolph down there. Yeah. Dolph. Dolph's, like, that's how it always should have been. Because it was that before they sent down Tyson Kidd, uh, Titus O'Neil. I think they sent Bo Dallas back for a little bit just for, like, a program. And it's just like, that's what it should be, right? Because these are guys who, on WWE television, are that middle-class kind of, you know, guys. But then in NXT... There were you can't beat me. I'm on. I'm I'm facing the likes of Randy Orton, John Cena, you know, uh-huh. ty, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Seth Rollins weekly, right? And I'm and I'm and I'm. You're nowhere near them. I can beat you. So then you know when the babyface, the Sami Zayn's of the world, they, the Neville's beat them. It, it's better because it's like good. Get the comeuppance. It's just easy classic storybook telling that just has been missing from WWE for. Man, like five or six years. Well, I also like that it's exciting now because, like, you see all these times, like, this part, like, Gable got signed. You saw when uh, Young Steiner got signed. Uh, and like, now you'd be like, you get to look out on AEW. I mean, obviously, you know these guys are going to be green. But, I mean, if you mm-hmm. go with your expectations knowing that, you really get to see these dudes build their character throughout their career, which is exciting yeah. for me. That seems awesome. Like, that looks, it's cool to see. It. It's also, I don't know if you saw this, I saw this clip from NXT from this past week, and I, I, I didn't watch it, but it, I, I, it's just because there's so much to watch this last couple of weeks, I'm like, I need a break from wrestling. But Tiffany Stratton had the had one of the perfect picture-perfect standing moonsaults of all time. Ooh. Mainly because she's an Olympic Ooh. gymnast. Like, you can't, <laughs> right? Like, there, there's levels to it, right? Like, like, a guy, you know, like, the Bucks are athletic human beings, right? They mm-hmm. they are capable of doing incredible things. Maybe not so much now because they're older, but at their physical peaks, yeah. These are people who are twenty five years old in their physical peaks that are Olympic level athletes. Yeah, no, these are elite, yeah. elite athletes. Like it's a different level. You can <laughs> so teach some... somebody how to act. You can't teach somebody how to be an Olympic fucking athlete. It just yeah, is not correct. the same. And that's like, a... if we if we lose out. I'm okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, I'm glad we took this shot. Yeah. I like you can't get you can't teach somebody to be almost. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Nope. Like almost yes. showed in this weekend, he's got person he's got the chops to be a star, right? Outside of just being tall. And the problem is wrestling the the the, the worst kind of wrestling fans don't know what's the appeal other than him being tall. It's like Stand next to him. <laughs> tell me he's yeah. just tall. Because he's not just tall. Like, you think he's just tall because he's standing next to a 6'4 person and he's towering hey, over them. You're 5'10. He made 10. Bobby Lashley look tiny. Tiny. He made, he made Bobby Lashley, Lashley look like his little brother. He made, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Right? He's in, like, that. Bobby Lashley's an enormous human being. He is 6'4, mm-hmm. 280 pounds of, of the solid muscle chiseled out of granite. And almost Perfect. makes him look like a little. Like he's like, hey, bro, <laughs> like, hey, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I thought almost going to tap him on his head and give him a noogie at one point. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was like, there's no way Bobby's this small. Like, what? What's going nah, on? He, 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 let the, he let the corner post uh, give, give Bobby a noogie. <laughs> like again, this is Bobby Lashley, who is inhuman. That man's head hit the ba- hit the hit the plastic covering of a post very hard, very hard, and it was not. I'm sure he was concussed out on his feet, but clearly he was within all that he needed to do. Which I 
it's just wild to me. I fucking, I bump my head getting dressed in the morning and I'm like, oh, I gotta sit down for 25 minutes. Holy shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I don't remember, like, meanwhile, this man just getting casually thrown into a post and clonking his head. It's ridiculous. Perfect example for the, uh, for like almost, and you were talking about you can't teach like being that large, like, just saying he's tall is ridiculous. I was watching Mania with my buddy who hasn't watched wrestling in, like, forever. He, like, grew up Attitude Era, but, like, hasn't kept up with it. Mm-hmm. And he just came by to hang out and watch or whatever. That match comes on. He's like, oh, I know Bobby Lashley. Like, he got excited for the people that he recognized, obviously. Yep. He's, like, he's a beast. He's a monster. And I'm like, I know who he's about to come out and see. <laughs> he does not. He almost walks out, and he was flabbergasted. Shocked. Yeah. He, he literally just goes, who the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, that's almost. And he's like, can he actually like move? I'm like, wait. <laughs> he couldn't believe he it. He can kind of move out there. Yeah, he, it, it, uh, he, his mania match was impressive. It's definitely the most work he's oh, put yeah. in a match mm-hmm. by far. And he, I would say, I mean, obviously, he's still seven. There's a limit, three, right? Four hundred yeah, pounds. Four. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't expect him to be Shawn Michaels out there selling and shit like that. But I mean, he was. He did his thing for a, a massive human being. Oh yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is people like us, sensible human beings, go, wow, that guy can move. And somebody, a, a dumb wrestling fan who sees him, but then they're like, well, Keith Lee's like 300 pounds and he could do a tope suicida. And it's like, okay, here's the thing, though. He's still a whole foot taller than this man. And a whole hundred pounds, like, like you, the scale, there are, like, it's like, all right, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre and... Brock Lesnar, even they are unique human beings who are athletic, more more athletic than their bodies allow them to be. We play we play NBA 2K. When you make your player taller than they should be for their position, you get capped on how good they can be because they're six they're a six nine point guard, and you're like, yeah, well I'm a six nine, I'm gonna block everything. It's like yeah, but you're not gonna be as fast as a six one or the six two guy. It's mm-hmm. just. Like, freak athletes are freak athletes, but, like, people just don't... I mean, this goes back to the Tyler I am, like, you know, you get, do you think you could beat Harrison Barnes in a one-on-one? Like, you know, you could, or you think you could score a basket? You can't. Like, again, stand next to almost, and you could be like, damn, he's, like, he is huge. And, like, to not understand what the appeal in that is goes to, like, you're you're just kind of too deep into wrestling to be like ah I don't see the appeal in somebody who is uh, a, a enormous person that's just a monster of a person. Meanwhile, you know your buddy, you know your buddy, my brother, they 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 just see almost and they're like his head, his eyeballs are at the top of the the top rope and he's on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> like like my brother sent yes, me the, the, it's ridiculous. Yes, the, the reaction you should have as a normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Like I'm also me- now picturing almost doing a tope and just causing a small earthquake. Bro, ass. <laughs> I mean, Bron Breaker did one. He did hey, one, and he and it was surprising. I, I I don't know what Brutus Creed was thinking when he did that. Cannonball. <laughs> I have no clue. What they, he look, was they all saw they all saw Grayson Allen do the elbow off the off the fucking ladder and shatter and break his, elbow. his arm. Yeah, and they're like, we got it. We got to yeah, Grayson can't be the only idiot. Like, as soon as he curled up, I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. 
<laughs> you oh, who Brutus? No, I thought everybody else was yeah. gonna die. No, I, I saw like, someone's gonna die. I'm like, some something's about to happen. I saw this man curl into a ball ten feet above everybody else, and he's like six four, six five, two hundred and sixty pounds. I, somebody was gonna die. Uh, he was gonna be I, fine. I, I said <laughs> a prayer. I'm like, oh my god. He's lucky they didn't move the way when my like, Shaq though to was a bench. Thud. The thud of it all. <laughs> hey, nobody, you guys were supposed to stop me. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Did, did you see that you made yourself into a giant <laughs> ball of weapon? Absolutely not, sir. It's just that entire that. Uh, it's like uh, like Cam said on Twitter uh, this week. Uh, and got the fucking Twitter wrestling Twitter in a fucking tizzy. He was just like, "Look, NXT's got the tag. If you want, like, AEW's got the tag teams, but if you want tag teams that just beat people the hell up, the fuck up, NXT is for you." And I'm like, "Yes, yes," because the Creed brothers are there. They whoop ass. They just they you know the fucking uh, grizzled young vets just talk. You know they put their their shit in. Love a good grizzled young vets. Love. I just like it's just so good. I just watched Bloodsport today uh, from last weekend, and uh, I forgot how good, how much I just love people beating the fuck out of each other. That whole event is just an, two and a half hours of people just grappling and beating the fuck out of each other. And Chris Dickinson is just a, a, a very beefy man who is a who's that dude. Mm-hmm. He was screaming about you see that you see those letters GCW in your corner. You know this is my fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yo, and he's like sweaty. He is sweating like a like a like a hog, and he is just oil. He is shiny as fuck, and he is just yelling. And I'm like, wow, that's uh okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, GCW's is... got a large profile, kind of, for uh, independent wrestling. But, yeah, for for good reasons. They they know what yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. They get the people going. I was at home smiling ear to ear. Look at this large man yelling at <laughs> <in> my face. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I got to watch that. And then immediately I turned on Supercard of Honor. And the first match I ended up watching was uh, 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 Brian Cage murdering Ninja Mac. And I'm like, ah, as it should be. <laughs> Big men murdering uh, flippy boys. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh yeah, so uh, how that relates, uh, now that we got that out of the way, because I wanted to talk about that because we didn't get to talk about re- uh, WrestleMania too much. Um, but today we're going to be talking about a fun thing. Now, before I get there, you guys are both from the New England area, right? The New- uh, that's right. right. Okay. It is true. Correct. Correct. So now you know the New now a little history, that New England was called New England because when the settlers you know, first touched down, they were from England. And then this would be the New England. Did you guys know Boo. that? <laughs> <laughs> they were they were escaping the king and the king's tyranny. All right, <laughs> they they were just like we want to be good good religious people, and we can't do that in England where they're full of sully and sin. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it was. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, that's what that's what my American education tells me. Uh, <laughs> or at least what I retained of what they told me. <laughs> no, um, to, to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I always knew it, but I guess like I never learned it. Learned it. I'm like, it's just made too much sense. Because <laughs> as you're, when you're a kid, you're like, you always ask, like, you mean to tell me this is an old York, right? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So it's like, 
Well, what's all seems a little too easy, a little too suspicious. What, like yeah, it. yeah. Well, what threw me off, right? So, growing up, there's a York, Pennsylvania, which is obviously named after York, England, or whatever, um, Yorkshire, or whatever. Um, so, I knew about York, Pennsylvania before I knew about New York, New York, or New York, the state, right? So, when I my first thought was, oh, they named they named their state after York, Pennsylvania. So I'm an idiot. Needless to say, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, even this is wild. Like this is because like it was one of those like you, you start learning about the world history in like first or second grade, and I was like, I had th- I had thought about this for years, right? I had been like, they. So I I raised my hand, right, and the teacher calls on me and she goes, uh, "Yes, TJ," and I said, uh, "Is New York named after York, Pennsylvania?" And she goes. Uh, no, 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 no. New York is named after a town, a city in York, England. To which I then said, "Well, is that is that place named after York, P- Pennsylvania?" And she, like it, it was one of those moments where, as an adult, I can understand what was going through her mind, which is, "You dumb, yeah, dumb kid. Yeah, <laughs> these kids, bro. These. I'm gonna." I want to call this kid a dumbass so bad. So bad. I'm going <laughs> to roast this kid so old. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell all my friends about this dumb kid in class. I cannot wait. <laughs> it is very funny, though. That is such, like, kid logic. It's like, wait, the yeah. one close to me isn't the, like, hub of all of Yorks is what you're telling me? This isn't the original. I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, growing up in Springfield, Massachusetts, and you see the Simpsons, and you're like, that's us. And they're like, no. But then Springfield, England, you know, Illinois is there. Springfield, uh, what is it? Air, uh, one out west. You mean to tell me Springfield happens to be the most popular name of any place <laughs> in any city? You know what I just saw today? Somebody, somebody on Twitter mapped out all the cities in the U.S. that are named Cleveland. There's, there's at there's least, a lot. There's at least ten. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of Clevelands <laughs> out here. Why? Oh. It's such a bad. Why are we? Why are we naming land after Cleves? Like, what did Cleves do to deserve this much land? All right? I'm just... Shocked the Ohio one is the one that popped off, but... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, you got one in, in Illinois right by the lake. What, you know, it, that should be the better one. It's got a it's got a good lake next to it, not Lake No, Erie. it's too close to Chicago. Need something southern, you know? I mean, there are a couple. There is, there were a couple that were southern. I was just like, Jesus, there's a lot of Clevelands, and they're all, they're all like, on this side of, like, they're no. You're telling me west. you wouldn't go to Cleveland, Tennessee? You tell, like, you know, what I mean? like, you <laughs> maybe Cleveland, North Carolina. These towns ten times better than Cleveland, Ohio. I know that for a fact. <laughs> but, I will say one thing: if someone tells me they're from Cleveland and starts ta- talking to me in like a down south accent, that is gonna throw me through a loop. Though. <laughs> uh, Yo, I'm. Be- you ever been down to Cleveland? Like, hmm? and, and listen, excuse me. Listen. We- not to shit on Ohio, but hey, New England supremacy, we out here. <laughs> like I said, not to shit on Ohio. Not even. I'm, not I'm, in South, exactly I'm in South Florida exactly now. Fuck all that, bro. <laughs> I, I switched so easily. I'm in South Florida now, man. I, I can't do it no more, Diggy. I can't do it. JTI touches foot in New England twice a year. Holidays, and that's it. That's when you say that <laughs> around the table. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing, he's got to keep the profile up, right? So nobody thinks, you know, like they, they're still cheering. J, JT, JTR's people are still cheering because he said Northern Supremacy. Like he's, he's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, I right. win. Win win. You know, meanwhile, meanwhile he's going. got his Rhode Island driver license 100%. <laughs> when he was in Florida. I, I got it. 
I mean, I don't keep it in my wallet anymore, but I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep yeah. it when you go back in case anyone tries to call your pass in Rhode Island on you. I feel you. Yeah. But I remember when I first went out down here and I showed my Rhode Island license, they thought it was fake. I'm like, it's the real thing. Like, look at, that. look at the age. Like, I'm not even like, what am I trying to fake here? Yeah. That's always good, right? Is it like where you get the fake? Like, I remember my friend got a fake ID and he got it from, he got his from Illinois. Like, it was an Illinois state license. <laughs> and then we're in Pennsylvania. And like, he's like, I could have got it cheaper if I had gone to like, if I had made it from like Wyoming or Idaho, but I feel like they would definitely know it's a fake. And I'm like, dude, you're going to a place that doesn't even ID ever. You don't even need a fake ID. Yeah. You, be, <laughs> yeah. you never know. So naturally, like, we're all is growing in pretty good. You will probably be able to get in no problem. Well, we would oh, always yeah. we'd always go to this like this just like uh uh just a beer store, and the guy was whatever. He was right on the it's right right off a of campus, right at a temple. So like, guy's not checking ID. Uh, I guess. So we were going through the first semester. We're doing this. And one day he starts checking ID. And someone's like, oh, why are you checking ID? And he's like, uh, turns out you can't sell it to people who are under 21. I thought you could. And I was like, you are. You are. <laughs> I was like, I was like Whoa. excuse me. I was, and he's I was like, like, it's not still 18? That's crazy. Wait, gr- gr- this was, a, was this an older, older This was an older man. He, yeah, you know, I mean. He got, well, like, my, so my. Our thought process was like, oh, the sarcastic, oh, I guess you can't do it. No, he legitimately was surprised. He legitimately Stop. believed, and he was he was shocked, right? So he I, was I at, hope he's doing all right. You know I, what I mean? I look, I, he was still in business last I checked, so uh, he may have just said, fuck it. Just kept, it's profitable to sell to these people who are 18, 19 years old. Fuck what the law says. I'm going to... The, like, the nastiest, <laughs> just the nastiest times of my life. Just, just walking out with 40. Like, if I like, stop selling to these 15 year old kids, I'm going to lose like at least 70% of my business. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. My hands uh, are tied. All, all I know about a fake ID is that it's a bulk purchase. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. always like, listen, we get a discount if, if, if I get us. we already got three people. Are you in? I'm like, nah, I'm not, nah, I'm cool. The thing just about the, a picture frame. Right. Yeah. The, the the thing about the fake ID is no one tells you that you don't have to use it. Right. Like they just go like, oh, you got to get it. So you can, it's like you could get it, but not use it. Like those are two. Op- there's an there is a third option. Like you could help your friends out and get a better deal and have a fake ID just to have a fake ID. And then you can tell bullshit stories in the future or, mm-hmm. you know. And you'd be like, ah, yeah, this is a fake idea. I, one time, this one, this one got me in this nightclub, and I shouldn't have been in there. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, <laughs> uh, he was in that fake with that in the nightclub with a fake ID with seventeen dollars in his pocket. Who <laughs> right, among us? Who among us? You know, you let us let, let, let those without the who have not done that be the ones to cast stones. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been oh, too yeah. broke to be where we're at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outfit looks fly though. Yeah, yeah look, I, I look like I belong matter. there. I look. It's all that matters. I look like I belong there. I look like money. I sure shit didn't have it. Uh, um, but I, I bring was up drinking one vodka soda to per <laughs> the three waters. Not good for drinking reasons. For finance reasons, yes. I I definitely told the bartender that I was a DD and just give me water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the trick, right? You tell them that you're the designated driver and they'll just give you water. They won't even, you know. And then you just throw yeah. them a little. You throw them a little bit of money, and they'll be like, all right, hey, like, hey, you want a soda? And you're like, yes, I got a fucking free soda. <laughs> it's like, yes. Oh, yeah. I'll, always tip your waiters and waitresses and Absolutely. bartenders. Always, always. I take good care of them because they better be taking good care of me. If I look like I'm, you know, if you tip them bad, 
they won't let they won't stop you. They'll let you keep going and just get obliterated. I'm like, but you tip them. Like, hey, I've been out with people that don't tip. I'm like, what are you uh, doing? Like, yo, you got to cover for. Then you're like, yeah, I got to cover on for top of it. Yeah, because you don't want the whole group to look bad. You, not, not the whole group. You don't care about the group looking bad, but you don't want to look bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's like it's like I'm definitely not about this. So I picked up a whole tab uh, for about eight people at a, at a TwitchCon. Uh, we went to we went to lunch one day and we went to this place and there's like eight of us in this like six person booth like we're just all crammed and you know we're ordering all this food and they want to split it eight ways and I'm like no you not, can't you, not in you the Venmo era I said I, this is this is like two or three or three or four years ago I should so He's like, I hate that too like why like, are we splitting checks I'm like you and... this makes this harder for them like I'm like hey look uh, just give me the check I'll cover it. So they're like, they're like, oh, like, uh, you know, uh, rather I'm like, dude, just fucking vet, just PayPal me. We pay you PayPal me to tip me when I'm streaming. Just do the same thing. <laughs> like, just give me the money. <laughs> well, I don't, what are you giving for a tip? And I'm like, I'm giving 25%. And they're like, I was going to give 15%. And I'm like, then don't give me the, just give me what you, here's what you owe me. Like, like yeah. 50, 15%. Oh yeah. I only give 20 if it's good. I'm like. You don't get out enough. Like, good lord. Yeah, bro. It's... Like, if you yeah, think you 15... wait for this TwitchCon, huh? Nasty. No. Nasty business. There's like, oh, I as, someone who's, as someone who's worked in the industry for a minute, I, I have definitely gone to a table who's given me multiple cards to split, walked to the computer, looked like I was pretending to be distracted, walked back being, this system's down, guys. I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all, but... Hey, hey, bro, that's, that's some of the benefits of customer service, man. Just you like, lie to them. <laughs> yeah, we can't do it. Correct. Too. Oh, bro, right customer service, teach me how to be a good liar. Yeah, like, hey... Mm -hmm. Do you have any any of these in the back? Uh, you know what? I'll go look for you. Let me let me. I'm gonna drop everything. I'll go look for you. Take cool. three steps in the back. <laughs> Twitter for thirty seconds. Yeah, right we got up. it. Oh no, I would no. I'd I would waste their fucking time, man. I would use it as a fucking break. I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go. So I would literally go to where it's where it might be. That's where I start scrolling, right? Because then if somebody comes looking for me, they're like, oh hey, I was looking for. Uh, Somebody stopped me and asked me, uh, are you looking for... I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still looking, still looking. Uh, I, I could have sworn we had one in the back here. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll come out with you, right? And that, that, that's 10, 15 minutes later, they're like, oh, wow. I'm like, look, I was really looking back there. Uh, you know, what are they going to do? They can't say yeah. you weren't. No, you know, yeah. you were gone for 10 minutes. Yeah, and then when my boss yeah. like, well, hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm looking for, I'm looking for this product for somebody. <laughs> and he just goes, all right, okay. Because uh, he can't do anything. Because if he if he if he thinks I'm lying, and he sends me out back out there, I go, damn, like, uh, my bo my boss didn't want me back there, it, you know. And then they go <laughs> yell at the boss, and he gets in trouble because now customers pissed at him because they can't get a product because they told me I can't. I come out looking clean no matter what, baby. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, to the reason I bring up England and New England, I was like, damn, I can't make a transition there worth shit. So we're just gonna <laughs> Tangent number three. Tangent, <laughs> just all of them. Uh, who, you get one, you get one wrestler from England uh, or the, from the United Kingdom, right? And I think we're all going to have the same one, ideally. But uh, is who is the best United, the best British United Kingdom uh, wrestler to you? Like the great, the goat of all time. Gotta be William Regal to me. Hmm. 
It's a good call. Good call, JTR. I'm, I'm trying to think who's from the UK. I, I'm I'm just completely blanking for some reason. Like it's tough. I said so. <clears throat> I said I said that, and I started thinking a little bit about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's like there was a crop of guys that came up uh, like in between Regal and this current crop of like Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, like yeah. that that crop. And one of them is my best friend, Drew McIntyre. Mm. I didn't even think about Drew. He's, he's the first Scottish born, and I believe, I mean, it's not, but I think it is. But he did wrestle in the, in the, in the United Kingdom a lot. So I'm going to take that as a win. I know he's not from it, but he's, he's a synonymous with the British wrestling, uh, especially on, when he came back uh, to the British independence in, in uh, ICW. Oh, yeah. was big on there, so... I'm gonna say Drew with a with a second nod to to Lord Stephen Regal. I mean, yeah, it's probably Regal, mm. but yeah. I'm just I'm just at a loss. I'm just... <laughs> like I was thinking, yeah, I'm about, not gonna like... lie, I answered so quickly because I only had Regal and that. I thought JTR might say the same thing. I just <laughs> like, on him. Well, that's why I said we I'm were like, all gonna have the same one, right? I'm like, who else but Regal? I'm like, it's oh. Regal. Uh, you could say Seamus, Fit Finley. Uh, British Bulldog? Is he technically? Yeah, British Bulldog, Dynamite Kid. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I always thought British Bulldog was from like New Jersey or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> Davy Boy Smith was from Britain. They were literally the British Bulldogs. I mean, and, and uh, Dynamite Kid. Um, you got those two. You got uh, uh, Dave Taylor, Gentleman Chris Adams. Um, and then, like, the next wave was, like, you know, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Wade Barrett. They, those guys were the same time in the early 2000s, late 2000s. I think, I mean, I know Sheamus and uh, and uh, Balor wrestled or were uh, training at Irish Whip oh, wrestling yeah. at the same time, as well as Becky. I mean, Becky might count. Um, I was going to say, like, uh, yeah, I, Becky, I'd put Becky up there. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And then you got the new, you got this, the boom of of NXT UK type guy, you know, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, uh, Trent Seven, Butch, Butch. which <laughs> it's not that bad of a name, all right? It's it's a they, very he, it's a they just got him unhinged out there, man. Yeah, like, he's yeah, out of control. You, you tell me a guy <laughs> named Pete. It works for the character that he Correct. has right now. Yeah. No, no guy named Pete's going unhinged like that, trying to fight people. That's yeah. a Butch. Yeah. Butch, oh, calm Pete's down. He's running around hitting people. Let me go teach Pete a lesson. <laughs> yeah, let me go. No, no one's scared of Pete. I don't Pete care. Davidson? <laughs> no. Chitiago put Pete in timeout. Pete, Pete. Uh, little ass down. No. <laughs> I'm going to put Pete in the. I'll put Pete in the Pete. That's a. That's a. That's a. Um, that's a soil joke for everybody. All right. I got you. Mm-hmm. Hitting all the things. The reason why you brought up Regal, the reason why our topic does today feature one William Regal. We're from 2001 when he was the Oh, boy. Yes. Mm. All right. So, Diggy, you might remember this. JTR, it's a, yeah, it's a, it this, is. This might be right. I know, I know a little bit about Commissioner I, Regal. Yeah. I know, yeah. You know. Well, the infamous, one of his more infamous feuds as a commissioner involved Chris Jericho, who at the time was mm. this. Snarky, smart mouth kind of character. Uh, it was right before he turns into this arrogant piece of shit in 2002. But in 2001, he people love him. They, he's one of the top. He's on his way to being like one of the top guys in the company. 
and he decides to stick it to William Regal. And he does so by pissing in his tea. And oh, that shit. sets I off that. <laughs> it sets off it sets off a chain of events that leads us to our topic today. Today we're going to watch from Brett Backlash 2001, William Regal and Chris Jericho in a Duchess of Queensberry match. What that <laughs> entails? Well, we're going to watch it. We'll be back here on the dark side of the ring. A quick break in the, the discussion here. Thank you guys for checking out Continuing Sports, Dark Side of the Ring, Sports for free by listening just like you are right now or going to Dorkside Ring on Instagram and Twitter at D-O-R-K-S-I-D-E-R-I-N-G and follow us, retweet, and share all the posts that we do. That'll help us greatly grow our footprint. Also, uh, you can continue to support us financially if you already do or join those on the Patreon and become a, a member of the Llama Club uh, of the Greater Grum, Grum, Grum Unity. Grum community. That's right, Grum community. Uh, you can go to support.grum.tv where you can get your episode early. You can get exclusive content, producer credit on, on, on content. It is good times. Also, speaking permissions during my live stream. Also, a uh, little bit of a... I want to start advertising this out. Uh, May 12th on, at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash boomdaba. That's B-O-O-M. D-A-B-A-H Boomdabai, who is a guest previously and will be very shortly. Uh, We're going to be uh, doing some fun stuff and trying to raise money for St. Jude's. We've talked about this with uh, with, with Metro Second and, and MD as well as I'm sure we're going to talk about it with others um, over the course of the next week or two. Uh, but yes, we've got the good, uh, good, good folks content creators raising money for St. Jude's. Uh, St. Jude Hospital, Children's Hospital helps children and their families deal with uh, the, the fight that is against cancer. Every dollar raised goes straight to St. Jude to help families with children who are suffering uh, get treatment and given amenities could not admit they don't have to cost them a um, so go check that out. We'll be doing that May 12th, 8 p.m. on Boondabah's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Boondabah. Now, back to the show. We're back on the dark side. Uh, first impressions, gentlemen, from the Queen, the Duchess of Queensberry rules match between uh, William Regal and Chris Jericho. We'll start with you, Diggy. I mean, a clean and decisive win for my man Regal. Nothing mm-hmm. shady afoot that I saw, at least. Mm-hmm. Everything clean and by the book. Everyone knows the Duchess rules. No, sub- uh, no submissions, obviously. No DQ. Care shots, very legal. And, uh, yeah, just an overall dominant victory for my guy, William Regal. The GOAT. The gr- the, the, the GOAT. The, the, well, hold on. The GOAT, the greatest Englishman of all time? That'd be the GOAT? Mm. GOAT? The GOAT, the British GOAT? The British, the BOAT. <laughs> the the Britishest of all the time. Boat. Britishest of all time. There you go. Right. That's it. William Regal OBE. <laughs> yeah, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, JTR? First impressions, takeaways from the uh from the Duchess of Queensbury's match. Hey, listen. 
the rules are the rules. What you want me to tell you? Yes. You play the game the, the right way. That's what you do. I mean, really, I say, just unprofessional on Chris Jericho's part, if you really want to get into it, not prepared yeah. for a multiple round fight. You tell me you don't know the rules to your own match? Like, what are you doing, Chris? Yeah, well, look, like that was the thing. No one knew. They had the they had the site. They had a coach was trying to interview the Duchess uh, before the match and got shoo shooed away by uh, Regal. Excuse me. One person knew, and that was Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman knew. Well, and I, I mean, explained that. Paul Heyman was in the announcer uh, meeting, obviously. Uh, you yeah. know, beside him and the Duchess, they go way back. You know, ninety six. <laughs> you know, everyone knows that, everyone knows that Paul Heyman. Put the Duchess on. She's a du- one of his clients, correct? Yeah. She, before she wasn't the Duchess was Queensberry until she got to know uh, Heyman. Heyman was like, "Hey, we'll, we'll get you there. We'll get you where you want to go." Also, that that shows that John and the Coachman isn't a true journalist. <laughs> a real <laughs> Big J journo is going to get the scoop, you know? Yeah. Also, coach with hair, um, holding on, holding on for hey. some dear life there in some hey. spots, man. It was hey. getting patchy. Hey, that's you, you saw that Braun Strowman picture. <laughs> Yo, no, what is going? I'm worried about that man mentally, right? Because like sidebar from what the the dork side stuff. So you remember when they did the like the WrestleMania Day of thing uh, for WrestleMania mm-hmm. 36, and he was talking about oh, how yeah. like he's like, yeah, no, Vince wanted to, uh, you know, uh, I was thinking about really ending it, and then Vince, you know, I I owe my I owe my life now to Vince because. He really talked me, you know, I thought I was doing all these things and I thought about ending it and, you know, Vince McMahon talked me out of it. And it's like, damn, man, that sucks. And then I see all this stuff and I'm like, that man is unwell. He is mentally unwell. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on with him, but just like he, no one who has that kind of haircut, who has a double mohawk from the back of your neck to the top of your head and not to the front of your head. No one mentally well has that kind of haircut. It's just, you gotta be in a dark place to rock the double. It was off. it was truly a double take moment when I saw that. I'm like, that, no, that can't be. And then you're like, I don't know many other people who are 6'10", 400, 413 pounds of and look like that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I you know, there's only so many people who fit that physical profile. Uh yeah, no, I mean I and he was like, he was losing hair before. Then he went bald, and at some point he decided that having whatever the fuck is going on right now is better than being bald. And whoever didn't stop him, you're a bad friend. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I I can't relate respectfully, but um, I more power <laughs> yeah, to you if you can do it. I just can't do it. It's just like <laughs> like I don't understand. Like where the mindset that you have to do that. Like I understand. Like wrestlers have always and will always have bad hair. It's part of the. It comes with bad the territory, fashion sense. right? Like some some make it make it work, right? Like Minoru Suzuki's got his hair's got the designs in it and everything. It looks very weird, but it works for him because he's also just a murder grandpa. Braun Strowman had you know, like Road Warrior Hawk had the double mohawk, but his went from the back of his neck to the front of his head. But Braun doesn't have enough hair, I guess. And rather than just stay bald, he's like, I'm going to do something with the hair I got left. 
It was just like... Yeah, it's not like the bald head beard combo looked bad, especially no. when you're that much of a monster. Like, just, just ride it out. I don't, under, I, I don't understand. He, he got a lot of free time on his hands. You know, let him... Uh... Hey, man, you're not... You're... I, that, that sounded much more disrespectful than I meant to say. <laughs> like, you're not... You're not... I, I, I swear to you, I did not mean it like that. <laughs> You're not you're not uh, you're not controlling your narrative like he is, all right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? The problem that, is that's, needs... where my, that's where the disrespect comes from, honestly, but <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get it. I'm I'm it is very funny to me that like uh uh Rockstar Spud was like, Oh, that's what you guys are doing? Nah, I'm going back I'm gonna go work for WWE as a writer. I I will go do that. Fuck fuck being a part of controlling a narrative, which it's just so funny. The, the rules are that you control your narrative, that no one can tell you what to do, except you can't do super kicks or tope con helos. <laughs> like, and and there's no disqualifications, and you can't win by submission, and that doesn't make rounds. Is the is is control your narrative just the evolution of the que- Duchess of Queensbury match? Some are saying. Mm. Some are saying. Uh, I don't know why we don't see more Duchess of Queensberry matches. I would like to see more multiple round wrestling matches that yeah. one of the wrestlers doesn't know about. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> NXT, like, if you're going to see it, it's going to be NXT. <laughs> well, NXT's got the uh, NXT UK has the Heritage Cup uh, matches, which are like classic uh, British wrestling matches where they were like mm-hmm. three f- five minute rounds, and either you have to beat you have to beat the champion to win, or I think it's not it's not like a scoring thing. Like somebody goes in with the advantage and you have to beat them, otherwise they win. It's a it's like a weird I like it because it, it it's unique to Yeah, it's different. But I mean I can't do a whole show of it. I say that, then again, if you would have told me I could watch a whole show of professional wrestlers pretending to wrestle and do MMA submission. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been in on that, but I just watched Bloodsport, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> he just saw Wee Man body slam. Yeah. Anything is possible. Anything is Anything. possible. Yes. Shades of Andre the Giant at WrestleMania. Better than yeah, look, Wee yeah. Man greater than Hulk Hogan. I've never seen. I've never seen Wee Man. Uh, you know, disparage a, a race of humans uh, after fucking his best friend's uh, or fucking his friend's wife. So. Uh, we man still we got man. some hair on his head. We man got some muscles. <laughs> he got a gut, but he got some muscles. He, we man only disparages his own body, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, <laughs> that man, look that that jackass match was so much fun, man. Like that's what wrestling is. Like I, I it's um, the, the, you I can't have a better person to be in it than uh, than Sammy too. Oh, no. Sammy's goaded. He's. Goated. Sammy kicking his legs caught in the mousetrap had me laughing. <laughs> Yo, the fact that the match is over and him and the ref are struggling to get the th- get it off of him, and he's like, get it off! And they leave and he's still stuck in it. I wish, I want the footage of them coming to get him out of it. I want I want a cartoon like Carjack to go in between and then to push it up. Or even better, I want to see Sami Zayn walk out with it still on. Like, he walks on. <laughs> Imagine you just came on to the first episode of Raw after and you just still He's in the most trap. That would incredible. I, like, I, I don't know. Did you see his comment? I think it was Ariel and uh, Hawani he was talking to, I think. And he was like, you know, people want the old Sammy. Yeah, go, go, go watch it on tapes. Go watch him. Go, go, go look. Go watch him on tape. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. done doing that. He's like, I, you know. 
either you keep going with me on this journey or you don't. That's fine. It's, I don't. I don't he's, necessarily. He's care. leveled up so much. He's leveled up so much since then too. Like it's it is incredible. He got paid. He got paid first off. <laughs> like that's important. Number one thing yeah. is to get paid for what he does, and then two, he has got paid to be in the in the third most talked about match coming out of Mania. Maybe, maybe even second. About that, yeah, you know. Like, you had, like, you had. Top five like, for certain. Oh, yeah. I, hey, but you have, you had Austin, Austin, Austin Owens is coming out number one no matter what. You've got yeah. probably, you probably got the Logan Paul match number two because of just the sheer amount of, like, internet influence. I wouldn't even put that up there, honestly. But I'm just saying, like, Logan Paul moves the needle because he of his yeah. internet influence, whereas, like, I, it, the third then becomes Jackass or Pat, you know, Pat McAfee's stuff. Like, and, like, it's just wild. Pat that the biggest problem Pat, in the building besides Stone Cold. Hell, yeah, I was going to say. Pat had the crowd. Pat That's had that crowd. And, like, I had, I was at a, there's a, I'm in a Discord where they're, they're uh, mainly, AEW strong. I won't say they're pro, like, but they're strong. Like that's you know they they like independent wrestling, but they don't disparage the bad or the good stuff in WWE. If like, if it's good, it's good. And I'm like, yeah, man. I said like Ricochet because I had just been talking about how Ricochet didn't deserve to be on. Ain't nobody wanting to see Ricochet on a on a Mania match. Nah, and especially like, not this Mania. No, and then <laughs> and then I was like, Ricochet wishes he could get this reaction that Pat McAfee got. That was when Pat walked out. Then I saw the crowd, and I'm like, "Damn! Most most of the roster outside of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and like Becky, Bianca, and Charlotte, wishes the top they could of the top. <laughs> like everybody wants to be where he's like. I know Austin Theory was going. Damn! I want the crowd to react to me like that. Like I want that react. I want that level of like just attention. And they were hot. That man. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that he came out to uh, uh, Seven Nation Army. So like when you come out to that. Uh, it's they pretty the good. Crowd rocking. Yeah. yeah uh, shout out to Vince for fitting the bill for that one. Cause I know that was a pretty penny. Yeah. Oh, this uh, must have been the most expensive WrestleMania ever, without a doubt in my uh, mind. Here's the thing. I, I, like, it definitely had to be. But, I mean, when you don't, when you're not paying, like, it, this is the business part of it. Like, they did let go of, like, 60% of their roster in the last two years. So it's like. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you got the money for Stone Cold. Like you got the money for Stone Cold. You got the money for like, and I don't think Logan Paul or, or John Nashville are necessarily like costing him a pretty penny. And you, and Pat McAfee is certainly not costing you a pretty penny. He already works for. He's you, all right? yeah. He's on the know? payroll already. But like McAfee's literally doing this shit for fun. That man signed a hundred and thirty million dollar deal like a few months. Yeah, ago. He, yeah. He doesn't he need to hobby, do this. Yeah, hobby and activities. Well, that's and and I saw the dis- the discourse about it on. Uh, on the internet, mainly on Reddit, they were talking about how like WWE is finally get getting like figured out how to how to deal with celebrities, and it's not so much that they, they figured out how, they just aren't trying to get celebrities that like they don't want they don't want the celebrities that are fi- that are cool with coming to WWE. They want the celebrities that want to be there, right? Like at, in WrestleMania twenty three, they had uh, they had Donald Trump, uh, F- President Donald Trump, which is just wild to say, but. He wanted mm-hmm. to be a like, he wa- he wanted to be a part of that for his own little things, but he wanted to be a part of that and and, and he wanted to be the good guy. He wanted the th- you know people to root for him, and it made for probably like the match of the like out like one of the top two matches of like just in terms of presentation because 
you know, uh, Vince McMahon got his head shaved bald. <laughs> and Donald Trump threw the <laughs> Donald Trump threw the worst looking punches of all time, mainly because they were real punches, and he can't throw a punch. Yeah, it like, ate a stunner terribly too. <laughs> horrible. Somehow, someone who didn't know how to use his arms threw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know? Apparently, the story was so they get there like the day of, and they're telling they're trying to tell uh, Donald Trump what to do, and like it's Michael Hayes telling him. So like Michael Hayes is doing, uh, the, doing the, <laughs> Michael Hayes is doing like using wrestler speed like yeah you're like ska 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 and then you'll and then you'll be like bah, bah, bah. and like apparently Donald Trump turns to somebody and goes what is he is he is he okay like he says it in a not so in in, in a way that you could imagine uh, imagine him, imagine him yeah. saying it uh, <laughs> and like my, and you know Michael PSA is the most atrocious to the human eye. Gotta get you over, brother. Like, <laughs> do do do. Uh, he's just like, <laughs> like he's like, hey, Miss Trump, you just gotta punch, 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 punch. You just gotta do that, and you do 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 right over the day. Hand up, you win. It's like, what? In one of the most <laughs> awful suits. <laughs> so Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon tells him, oh, like, when we get when we get out there, Donald, throw some punches, throw them for real. And then he's like, well, Vince, it's not supposed to be real, right? He goes, no, because if you don't do it real, it's going to look like shit. <laughs> I'd rather it not look like <laughs> shit. Listen, like, I ain't scared of none of your pussy punches. Punch <laughs> me for real. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he's like, I've, I've got potato by by Stone Cold. I, I could take one of your pussy punches. <laughs> Vince had a match at what, 80 years old just a week ago? <laughs> yeah, 76 years old. Yeah, hey, that man won a match. In better shape than <laughs> I. The, the match at eighty six years old. <laughs> the looper joke got me, man. <laughs> them going, them going like uh, there's looper twenty twelve, and it's Pat McAfee in a in a tank and shorts, and and and, and uh, Vince in a tank, and I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> but then he yeah, then nah, Vince, Vince had the card in the palm of his hand when he was teasing taking off his jacket. Oh yeah, and put it back on. Oh, that was great. That man. Not even that me. when. When Theory's music played and he turned, like, oh, I thought that was Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, right. And people are like, oh, he fucked up his own spot. It's like, the man has PTSD. He knows Stone yeah. Cold's in the yeah. area, right? Yeah, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows. He's, he's mu his muscles are trained to when he's having a good time in the ring at the expense of somebody else and he's being a bully. Expect he gets Stone Cold. <laughs> so mm -hmm. when he hears that, he's like, what the fuck? All right, it wasn't. Okay. Like, you know. Yeah, that, that man was scared for eight years to hear glass. He, <laughs> someone dropped a glass in a restaurant. Vince was, huh, huh, startled. He starts tucking, ah, get him away, get away, get away. <laughs> starts looking like Brutus. Yes. <laughs> he starts looking like Brutus Creed through the air, but in, he's just in his seat. Just, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and then I, shout out the WWE production crew for uh, cutting that up and making it look like a good stunner. <laughs> that was. Oh, man. When they showed that on Raw, they showed the replay. Oh, yeah, shout out to the production crew for that because they made that hey, look man. like it was. Fake news is running. <laughs> fake news is winning always. always. Yeah, but it's in this way it, it made it look good, and we're like, all right, cool. We like the fake news. Yeah, give me that. Uh, we didn't Don't even talk about actively laughing about the stunner. That's it was like, the attempt. Uh, the I loved it. I, that's, yeah. I didn't even care. It was, I, yeah. was bad. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I got to see Stone Cold stunner Vince McMahon at WrestleMania, which. He hasn't done since for twenty five for fifteen years. Like the last time he did it's it was like, was twenty three. And you gotta appreciate it because honestly, like we may never see it again. Mm -hmm. You know, like 
And Jim Jam said the other day, that's his first time seeing a Stone Cold match live ever in his lifetime. It was a lot of people's. Young. Yeah, like, it's a lot of people's mm-hmm. first. It was mine, too, yeah. Yeah, like, like Stone Cold has been retired for 20 years. They Happy said it was August his first match in HD. That's That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> it was. His first match in, his first match in, in, in everything, man. Like, first match that won't be on DVD. <laughs> like you know mm, wow like that that like it's his first ma- like it's just there's a lot it's his first match since like uh, I, let's see t- 2003 was what bush so uh eight, in three, three 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 presidents like he's had three presidents <laughs> including one full tor- term president since he actually four if, if you want to basically because uh because you still had so you had four elections Four or five elections in the time of his last match. That's just insane. Crazy. That man looked like he was in great shape, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I people were, like, pissing on it because they're like, oh, this should have just been a match. It's like, one, shut up, enjoy it. And two, like, they're like, oh. Was what? this not a match? Well, no, they were mad the, of the pretense of it being, like, an interview. Like, it would have been better if they just sold it as a, as a, as a match. And it's like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> If he, if he woke up that morning and goes, yo, I can't do it. My back and my neck are too fucked. I can't, I can't do anything. I, I can stun him. Then you under-deliver on what the match could be. No one was expecting a match. Why? Because they didn't advertise a match. Like, it's as simple as that. There were people who wanted it to be a match. But wrestling fans, they want to be babied the whole way. They, yeah. they want the handheld throughout the whole way sometimes. And it's just... Like what? Like and like, I, like I do appreciate that they like you, like the the spoilers and like you've seen all the other shit coming up and like you can kind of find out what like. Do you not miss when everything was like that wasn't really the option? Everything was a surprise. Like and having those moments, that's like some of the best part of being yeah. a wrestling fan. Like I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, nothing's that. a secret anymore. Like dude, nothing ruined wrestling for me more than falling into the the dirt sheet news. Uh, yeah. Right. Like when you mm-hmm. get into that, and like most wrestling fans have had that, where they're like, "Oh, I want to consume all the wrestling content, so I'm gonna, oh, this is this is where I get the stuff on the backstage stuff. That's great. Same way like we do with like the NBA, the NFL, sports in general. Getting to know the behind the scenes stuff on top of the product that you see on TV. Yeah, that's great and all, but man, nothing like you you lose sight of what enjoyed like the the whole idea of like oh. Oh, okay. So, so it, it it's supposed. Oh, it was supposed to be Becky going over, but they decided last minute to not, you know, to have Bianca go over is just ruins it because you're just like, man, that real fun match that I watch. Uh, uh, now that I know it wasn't supposed to be like that, and it changed your mind. Blah 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 blah. blah. What does it matter, man? You enjoyed it in the time. Enjoy it. I was gonna say you enjoy the product that was there at the moment. Why is something that you find out after ruining for you? Like I, yeah, I, I just yeah. never understand that mindset. You you don't have to watch either. Like no you know, one's forcing you. Yeah. You awesome know what? Facts. You know what ruins w- wrestling for me? Finding out that my favorite wrestlers are terrible human beings. That can ruin yeah, your wrestling, do right? That'll but do it. Finding, yeah, find, do it. but finding out that I don't know the guy who who is in charge of the pr- the product doesn't want to push a guy. That's not gonna ruin literally everything else about a show. Like, yeah, would I have liked to see the New Day get more time? Yeah, because that meant I would have also got to see Sheamus for more time. But that doesn't ruin watching Roman and and Brock have, like, this big fight feel and deliver on it. And then also had Stone Cold stun 
Vince McMahon. Like, those things are not, like, I can enjoy those things and be disappointed that, you know, the, that the New Day only got five minutes. And it's, it's not mutually just, exclusive yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what it comes down like, to for me. I, I, I'd say, as someone who's new back into it, like, and so I don't, like, I think a lot of this is for me watching the first time that you guys have been watching for, like, five or six years. That's why mm-hmm. it's been so exciting for me recently. So it's, like, it's, and like I don't really dive into, like, the dirt sheets and shit like that. So Good. almost everything don't. is a super surprise for me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm really just watching the product. And I, I think that's the, the best way to consume it, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I, wrestling, wrestlers in general, and, and, and for the most part, like WWE are smart enough to, to where they feed information, false information or put things because everybody's like, Oh man, Cody Rhodes isn't Cody. Cody might not be at WrestleMania. Oh, it's it. Shane's coming back. It, it might be Shane like Vince, you know, blah, 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 you know, as a make good for making him the scapegoat, which I mean, that was a pretty evident, but also not surprising. Um, but like Cody comes out and, People lose their fucking mind. Why? Because you, in the back of your head, you would just you're like, it might happen, it might not happen. But if the dirt sheets were like, yeah, no, Cody Rhodes is gonna make his debut at at WrestleMania, and you were like that the whole time, you're you'd be like, all right, here he comes. Yes, he came. Versus, who's it gonna be? (gasps) Oh my God, it's Cody Rhodes. It's like almost like a reassurance instead of like the anticipation. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Okay, it happened. It it didn't change the reaction either. You know, no. like the pop was still crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. like it, as it should have been. It's just like yeah. if everybody, everybody in that building was anticipating Cody Rhodes coming out, but they were anticipating somebody coming out because they all were like, "Yeah, maybe." May, it's being said that he's not. Meanwhile, it's just like, yeah, no, that guy had a handshake as soon as that man left. Like it comes out like Sean Ross Sapp's like, "Yeah, no, uh, he was good as gone in January." Like. He basically was like, I don't want to be like the the story about him not wanting to be in management wasn't at all like a that wasn't a fluff piece to make him look good like that was legit. He didn't want to be in management, and they didn't want to compensate him as a talent for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean I, this is me speculation, but I think he probably just saw his ceiling too of what it could really be at AEW compared to if if he becomes that guy at WWE instead of being that guy at AEW, it's a different level. It just oh, is. absolutely. Yeah, it, at, was that JTR? No, no, you can go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, he said that. He's like, you want to be, yeah. I think I'm the best. But to be the best, I have to do it on the biggest stage. And that's WWE. And people are in their feelings. There are people who are still crying about him not being in AEW. That they felt betrayed by him. Man, that, grow, grow up. Grow, grow mm-hmm. up. Like... It's a yeah, business. And also, like he, he, and he also just brought you an alternative product that wouldn't have been there <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, that's still there. Like that's not. That's he was like the biggest star for a while. He's the driving force. Like people were like, oh, like he wasn't that big of a deal. You go back and watch that first Dynamite, and he is the most over guy. Nobody touches Cody Rhodes. He is a cult hero. There is no until the like from the moment the eight that dynamite started until the the time the crowds came back like the, the like the crowds like were gone because of the pandemic. He's that dude. He's the number one guy. Not Moxley. Not Kenny Omega. Him. He's the number one guy because he gets the people going. Oh yeah, I mean, prime example. I, when I first got back into wrestling the last year, it was partly because I heard of like the great stuff Roman Reigns was doing, so I dove into SmackDown, and then I saw the 
stuff about AEW. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll check this out. And I know Cody Rhodes' name. I didn't know who the fuck Kenny Omega was until yep. AEW was introduced to me because I was a casual wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. So, like, t- to your point, he was that guy. Like, I I did not know who any of these people are. I didn't watch indies like that. Mm-hmm. I knew who Cody Rhodes was. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm I'm glad, like, he's like he's a guy that just seems at peace with his decision and his life, like, where he is. Like, he's getting paid a lot of money to wrestle, which is something he enjoys doing. He gets to be... You know, in the biggest stage, which he probably enjoys, and he gets to do what he wants to do. Like he got it into his contract that he can go do. Re- like he's doing a TV show about traveling the the country, looking for like local distilleries. It's called American Spirits. Like it, Boy, Cody. like he can do his bad television shows. Yeah. Still. <laughs> like good for him. And I mean, can- it 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 seems like they're just gonna let him cook too. Like yeah. it's you know, like on the mic and things like that. I just see, I mean, they let him have a Cody Rhodes ass match at WrestleMania. So, <laughs> well, here's they a, certainly did. Do you know what? A million dollars worth of pyro going he, off of Cody. <laughs> his, his work style in AEW didn't work because he was an entertainer trying to do indie stuff. Now he's an entertainer doing enter- indie stuff on WWE where that's the whole point of it is mm-hmm. you got to work a match. And you can't just go to spot to spot to spot. Like, and that's a big thing. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Revolution, um, the pay-per-view AEW did uh, last month. But it was three hours of 500 miles per hour. Like, I was, you're exhausted by the third match because everybody's just going fucking balls to the wall. And you're like, can I get a break? Can, can, I, can I breathe that's, here? That's the oh, thing with AEW. Yeah. That's because I also... Like apparently they don't have writers, right? They like, just like let the talent come up with the yep. promos and stuff. <laughs> that that's like it's instances like this. It's like where being still being a young company is affecting them. But it's also like you could you could probably use some writers, honestly. Yep. Like yeah. just mm-hmm. to give some good direction. Not all their talent can can work a promo. Yeah, use some like. Realistically, how many wrestlers in the world should be allowed to do their like should do their a lot, stories? Like? A, a lot, le- lot, le- lot less than people think. You know, I, uh-huh. yeah. like, <laughs> like when, when MJF is on like Edge Lord ten thousand levels, I'm like, and we can re- reel it back we, we a little bit. Back. Just reel yeah. it. Like, and that's the thing. MJF and WWE will probably be better than a- MJF and AW because he won't be. Re- he won't. He won't have the crutches of being able to say whatever he wants, right? Like, people think that's a good thing, and in some cases, it absolutely is. Roman Reigns being able to say what he wants as Roman Reigns is much better than what WWE wanted him to say. The difference is, WWE has, got, has like, guidelines for him, like, hey, this is what we want you to hit. Also, you can't say something like this. And everything else, free game. He said that listening to John Cena talk was, like, missionary. <laughs> right and um, and and forty percent of that audience does not know what missionary is, right? Like they don't know. But you know what? The sixty percent that do, they got a kick out of it because it also yeah, felt. It, was like, hey, it also it also it felt more real, right? Because you're like, ooh, he, he can he say that, right? Whereas yeah, MJF, he, MJF just goes airwaves. Yeah, MJF just keeps saying that you're that you're you're a punk bitch and yeah, that you're he, mid, he's, like, and it's like, look. Yeah, he's, very good at calling people bitches and saying people that saying people are mid. However, I'm the the shock in all things. They're not. It doesn't. It's it's wearing. It's wearing off because at some point, 
being surprised that you can say whatever you want stops happening when you keep saying whatever you want, right? So that's where in a he, year or two, he's going to start talking about how Tony Khan's a bitch. And people are like, wait, can he say that? <laughs> well, he's out what? here calling people cucks. Like, what's, come on, bro. <laughs> relax, like, relax a little bit. <laughs> Look. Hey, I, man. You know it's what? TNT, sir. <laughs> like, that's the thing, right? There's the, It stings. It absolutely works. But eventually, you keep crossing the you either keep crossing the line and you go into a territory where you shouldn't talk about things, right? You shouldn't say something. You do that. There's like three things. You do that. You become uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, where they just keep saying whatever they want, and it just is completely hey, off. They need to chill out. Yeah, nobody they, to... they no one thinks. First off, you are two good looking people. You cannot be the baby faces. I'm sorry, but if you're two good looking right. people. I'm not room for you. I'm sorry. All right. I'm a I'm a good looking guy myself, but I'm not like that level Talk of handsome, right? Like I, like I'm not root. I'm rooting for your downfall. I'm actively rooting for your downfall because if you tell me that you're so hot and everything, I, mm, it's different that I say it because I'm not like it's like oh you know Grum's a handsome guy himself, but he's humble, right? He 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 doesn't flaunt. It. But once you start flaunting it, that's a problem. And I cannot wait for the people to beat you up. And I want your face to be mangled. I don't want to see your face looking the same in a month from now. I want to, I want, I want your face to have a scar on it. I want you to be mangled. I want you to be disfigured because I don't want you to be happy, Sammy Guevara. I don't want your happiness to be on my television. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know you had that much hate in your heart for Sammy Guevara. Let it out. I feel like this is going to weigh <laughs> in on your mind for a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm tired. He's mid. He's aggressively mid. He's the Joker of 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 wrestlers in like in the sense that like the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix was aggressively mid. He is that. I don't. He uh, he just doesn't. I nothing mean, he does is great. He's just he's he's replaceable. I I don't watch AEW like I, I I can't watch full matches. It just doesn't work with my schedule. So like I see like mostly through YouTube clips and he's okay. You know he's got some he's got some great moments, but you know he'll do the crazy spot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Look, but here's the thing: there's everybody on that goddamn roster will do a crazy spot. They just hired another guy to do a crazy spot. They got Darby Allen doing crazy spots. Jeff Hardy, hey. Sting. Sting. Hey. I was gonna say they have Sting jumping through tables. They got Sting. Santana. Sting. <laughs> Sting! <laughs> they got Santana Ortiz doing crazy shit. CM Punk's doing crazy shit. They got a lot of people doing a lot of crazy shit. I this and this goes back to the, the talk about the revolution. Another Texas death match this week. Like I like how many how many how many just like like for I understand there are a set of hardcore fans that enjoy their shows to be bang 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 bang. I can appreciate that. Like I said, like but there's pacing of it, right? Like every match can't be 500 miles per hour. Because then you're not going to enjoy the matches that are 500 miles per hour because you're trying to catch up. That's why it the the Mox uh, versus Brian match. Everybody's saying it's a dead crowd because it was right. Like that crowd was legitimately just like, eh, okay. And then William Regal comes out and they're like, holy shit, yeah. And it breathes new life in because they just needed a, a chance to sit down and breathe, and yeah, no one was giving that. Whereas like. You know, but hey, like, you know, uh, the crowd was dead for Brock Lesnar versus, uh, you know, Roman Reigns, despite everybody who was in attendance was like, yeah, no, they're they're legit for, ready for this crowd. <laughs> like, everybody wants this match. 
I just can't. Yeah, I mean, who, who, with something so anticipated, people just watch. Like, yeah, if, like when they really like, they just watch. They won't make a sound. So it's just, it's just wild, man. It's like the Queens, like I, Dutch is a Queensberry match. That crowd was hot for it, right? Hot crowd. You love that crowd. Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were in the Windy City, which is why uh, Chris Jericho said that uh, Queensberry must be the ugly city. Uh, because he had to make yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Chris Jericho was extremely disrespectful. Like, well, he that's lost, royalty. So he hit, that's the, the Duchess. That's a Duchess you're talking to. Uh, have some yeah, the respect. Duchess, you know, the Duchess tapping out in the middle of the ring. Yeah, no, no cooth. No cooth. Zero. None. He yeah. had, you know, and like, he's mad that he's not prepared for the match. Right, he 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 gets a lion tamer. He's going for the pin. The bell rings, and the Dutch is like, "Hey, that's round one." And he was mad. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait! There's a round to this? Like, that's your fault. You should have googled Listen, it." They Google I, I go take a, I go take a test, and I don't study for it. Like, you, I expect not to fail. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. The whole point of it is to you know? the whole. I mean, she was in the arena the whole day. It looks like. I mean, there's plenty of time to you know have a small chat, go over the yeah, rules a couple times. Yeah. She was clearly look. You know, she was fine telling the. She was fine telling Coachman it. She would have been could have sent somebody else to it. You know, I don't like. It's just you know, calling her ugly, saying, you know, comparing her to looking like Regal in the same outfit, uncouth. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he was still making those kind of jokes twenty years later is just boggling my mind. Yes. <laughs> You know. That poor woman had any idea what she was signing up for when they were like, "You're gonna be the Duchess. I, we're gonna put you in this outfit." Bro, you, you saw that wig? Did you see that wig? She was... I, I think so. I'm not sure, but I think that was Sue Atchison who does all their Make a Wish stuff or did all their Make a Wish stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, a uh, she worked for the, the company for 30 years. She got the yeah. I think that was her. Um. She was uh she was uh blah 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 blah. She was like she got the uh, Warrior Award uh at the 2019 Hall of Fame. Um, ah, no, yeah. Vince presented her to this and it made it sound awesome. And then she's seen the fucking wig she had to put on. She's like, I can't believe I signed up for this bullshit. <laughs> she must have thought it was from the 1700s. Oh wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> so she was the Duchess of Queensberry, but. She was she portrayed the Duchess of Queensberry at the next pay per view WWF Insurrection. She's not credited for the for the uh, she's not credited for the backlash one. Uh, let me see if I can find who who was. So you're telling me the Duchess showed up again? I hope she got revenge on Chris Jericho. <laughs> I hope she yeah, got it in blood. He gets Chris in the walls of Jericho, has him tapping out in the middle. Of the yeah. <laughs> Pulls the lion saw out of nowhere. How you like that, Chris? <laughs> Trying to see if Dutchies were one of the best workers in the world. We just never knew Never knew about it. Do I have any like trivia on it? No, no. I mean, so. I guess as far as the wrestling itself, I mean, it's William Regal and Chris Jericho. Like, what do you, you know? Oh, yeah, no. Nah, and like Prime Chris Jericho, you know they're going to put on a hell of a match. I mean, yeah. I mean Prime Regal, like, is. Shout out Regal now. Loki doing some of the best stuff in AEW with his little faction he got going on with Mox. Oh no, that no, that is her. That is that is Sue Atchison. That is uh Oh that she is, got it. Yeah, no, that was her in two thousand one. Uh also fun uh in two thousand eighteen William Regal tweeted The Duchess of Queensbury who accompanied me while I feuded with I am Jericho. 
The royal family eventually had to put her in a home for wayward nobility. She had that many illegitimate offspring that she had to have her pelvic floor laminated. Bro, what? Bro? Are you... He you tweeted that. He yeah. tweeted that. <laughs> what the hell was he on? Like, what? He, yeah, what, he, was he, what was he? I mean, that was, was well 2018. over a decade. Yeah, that, 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 that was, that was four years ago. Yeah. Oh, Rico must have been feeling frisky or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he, uh... <laughs> hey, man, he, he was off the bottle. He had the Duchess in mind. He was thinking about her a little bit. <laughs> said that she needed her pelvic floor laminated. What? I don't like the word pelvic floor. Yeah, right? yeah listen, I don't <laughs> think... <laughs> Whatever don't... he meant, it wasn't good. No, was not no. nice. <laughs> No, uh, that was Sue. And the oh. thing is, that's the he said that about the woman who would later be the 2019 Warrior Award uh, recipient. Uncouth. You know what? Maybe he deserved to be released by the WWE. You know, maybe they just didn't do it in time at the right time. That's not true. I yeah, I'm imagining. I'm imagining a meeting when he got fired, and they just pulled the tweet up on a giant board. Like, did you say this? <laughs> no, have you here? I didn't have you working no, here, sir. No, I did not say that. No, no, sir. No. He's sitting there screaming pelvic floor. Pel- <laughs> Regal, did you say pelvic floor? Pelvic no, no. Is that just how Mosley, uh, Will McKay? If you re- <laughs> is this just how you guys talk? Is this like is this like when you're in the mood? Yeah. Is this part of your your lingo? I'd like to know. Yeah. Here, let me go get the. I'll get the 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 link so I can ask him when we're done. <laughs> like, yo, do you guys really talk like this? Is this how you guys talk over there? I know a few uh, British stuff, but I just, that's one I haven't heard before. <laughs> Pelvic floor laminated? What the fuck? No one ever oh, said that man. William Regal wasn't a wordsmith, okay? That's one he, thing. That's true. Yeah. That is true. He, he sure knows a way with it. He does. He does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, other standouts of the. The uh, the uh, Paul Heyman was uh, incredible on commentary. Oh, uh, his bag. Paul was in his. Paul was yeah. Paul was in his bag. Him looking at Jr. and saying it's right here in the notes. <laughs> Jr. was was so fucking funny. And just being like, like of course, yeah, no no disqualifications. This is right here, right here in the like. I when I was recording this so I could sh- show it to you guys, I was like, yo, that is hilarious because. Paul Heyman is an animated guy, even behind the desk, where it's like everybody else is like kind of like looking at the monitor. Paul Heyman's like looking at the monitor. He's still animated, uh, which is why I loved him with Jr. because he made Jr. get animated as well. And Jr. Yeah. you know that's gets why into McAfee's it. great. He yep. he'll get into it. yeah. If you have Cole's a good, been getting into it, like that's why like I, I like when when NXT was like highlighting uh, Mauro Ronaldo's like reactions. I enjoyed that because I enjoy somebody who has energy and passion for what they're doing. Sometimes he got a little over, too far over the top with everything. Uh, what was this? The big, big energy shout-out to Lotto <laughs> tweet. I was like, yeah. Oh, no, was that Durs? I think Durs posted Yeah, Durs posted that. <laughs> yeah, no, Durs hit one out the park. I was, that was dying. <laughs> like, it's just like what, are we, like, what are we doing here with, like, all the – like, it's insane that, like, people – so taste is subjective, right? Like I, people are like got mad at Corey Graves because he was like, "Damn, like Maul are really sucking the air out of the place." Like he's he's you know 
he's it's not like he's got you know a hall of famer next to him and a and an incredible champion in, in nigel mcginnis like no no siree wouldn't know that though and like people are like boo shut up Corey, you suck and it's like <laughs> buddy he's he's just making a valid criticism <laughs> like a guy talks a lot and talks a lot and for a three-man he's, he's also a heel commentator supposed to get this reaction out of him. he's doing <laughs> yeah. his job he's sir. working yeah it's like it is as as I've gotten older and not and just being in like all right this is just pure, everything is pure energy everything's a work like like none of it none of yeah, it's for real it's all like work. I you know it's all a work in wrestling uh it's made it so much better to not get involved in like oh like this it's like all right I'll get worried about like you know like oh cool like another reason for Gable Stevenson to not be you know to not drink around Gable Stevenson um you know yeah it's it's been a rough week. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. it's just like, oh, all right. Well, you know, they're still good. You know what? I'm going to focus on the good in wrestling, and uh, I'll only be like, yeah, no, this is shit. Like, don't, this shouldn't be, uh, like, they. I, I don't need to see Matt Riddle on my television all that much. Like, uh, it's a shame because I would like him if he wasn't a dirtbag human. But he's a dirtbag human. Same with Austin Theory. Like, it's a shame that, you know, bad people are succeeding. You never like to see it. It's the um, world we live in, my friend. Yeah. Like a good person like William Regal, though, who was only just mm-hmm. just addicted to painkillers and was dealing with his own shit. Uh, I wanted to say this. Yeah. Um, I don't like anything that AEW names. Like, I, there's not a good group name. <laughs> you don't like Blackpool can... Com- Combat Club? It's It feels so basic to me. I don't know. It's like... I don't like Jericho... It... Appreciate yeah, yeah, the Jericho. Oh, pre- like, what are we doing? Like, are you? This is just I, a cult, right? Like, <laughs> it, 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 I like the concept of it. I hate the name. I hate that that it looks like a fucking Justice Society of America logo. Like, <laughs> I got two point wearing suspenders. Like, <laughs> but no, they're better than when they were in WWE. I'm telling you that right now. It's you know, it's like, but uh, yeah, I don't like the undisputed elite. Like I roll. Is that so, what they're? Like, is that what they're actually calling those three? Oh. Allegedly, from what oh, I've no. gathered, and P- I'm just like, uh, I'm like the L just gets bigger and bigger P- sometimes. P U P- he ran. Adam Cole ran from the grind to to be in the undisputed elite. Boo, boo Ernst. Just so they can throw up the U E still. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Bro, I hope oh, WWE. I hope WWE hits them. With, like, oh, they're doing the hand gesture. That's a WWE thing. <laughs> I, what they did I, that with the Young Bucks, right? When they were doing like once too, too sweet. sweet got yeah. a little yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I want I want WWE to uh, I want WWE to put the pressure. I want Vince to th- put the thumb on little on Tony Khan a little bit. You know, because like to me, people get yeah, upset with really that. Wanted to. He could be a dick and just really hit them with all these petty laws. Like, if, like, really, if he really <laughs> wanted to, he really could. Here's the thing. Apparently, I don't know if Cody. Cody apparently, Cody Rhodes owns like the. He himself owns the trademarks for. Oh like, yeah, he owns the song. He owns. Yeah, he's got. No, all no, that. no, not for just for his stuff, but for some like he owns the. I unless he got it unless it went to AEW like battle battle for the belts is a Florida championship like wrestling trademark show that Cody got from WWE. Oh yeah, like, I think I did know about that. Like he put in the the trademarks for so there's trademarks that 
are associated with AEW that I don't know if AEW actually owns and they're owned by WWE superstar Cody Rhodes. <laughs> That's very funny. And I'm pretty sure I'd say that they're promoting the Battle of the Belts, I think, like in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, this is soon. So, I'm sure, like I've said, I'm sure Cody has just just said, yeah, like I'll sell it to you. You know, yeah, I'm sure, or but, like you, you can use it this time. Like, I'm sure Cody's not doing bad business. No, no, no. Cody would be petty and be and just, you know, I hope everyone's enjoying my <laughs> he, tournament. He, Cody's a politician. <laughs> He's going to make sure oh, everybody, yeah. <laughs> he, he goes out the right way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Look, he, there's one thing he got from his dad. It's it's being a, it's being so making sure you're always on top. Uh, but by the way, Tony Khan too rich to be tweeting the way he does. Just way too rich. It's. I mean, I just don't know what to say that hasn't already been said. You know, holy behavior. Tony nerd with money. We all know this. Well, look, there's there's a lot of nerds with money, and for some reason they all suck at tweeting. Like they just, <laughs> I don't understand. I feel like it's interesting. Like, if you gave me their money, you know what I would do? Not be on Twitter as much. Like, I just simply would not be on Twitter as much. Vince McMahon ha- has that much money. I'm not going to I post bullshit. I would post absolute <laughs> bullshit. Not like, not like just blind hate. I might just post, like, random thoughts that just, like, come out of, like, nowhere. <laughs> be JT, billionaire JTR is just like, yeah, y'all, bro, like, y'all ever think about, like, grabbing a cow by the udder and just holding on to it? See how I'm, it I'm like, were Vans always flat at the bottom? Like, is that what that always <laughs> You're like, man, man, like these clouds, man. And that's the tweet. It's just these clouds, man. Nothing else. <laughs> I do like looking at some clouds. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, who doesn't? They're great. I just say, it's the simple things in life, you know? You know who was seeing clouds? Who was seeing Chris clouds? Jericho. Yeah! Chris Jericho, we got hit with that staff. <laughs> got hit with a staff, <laughs> and they're like, look, no. Immediately, Tim White's like, ding, ding, ding. Like, the referee also doesn't know the rules, which is a problem in and of itself. That's a systemic problem. But then he's calling for the disqualification, and the queen's like, "Nah, it's not. There's no DQs. Like you can't. That's not a rule." I mean, disrespect to the Dutchess by all, really. Yeah. Referee Chris, everyone you know, besides Heyman. Really. Yeah, Heyman's Heyman's the only, and William Regal the only people to show any respect. I mean, Jr. Was certainly he, didn't. Jr. was uh, was was talking wild when she was right there next to him. Uh, Jr. said something like she was a lovely lady. I was like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> It's not like it's trying his number over to her at the end of this. Like, I'm really, my lady. He said, She's as much of a, yeah, but I don't know if you're, she's, he said, She's as much of a dust, Duchess Paul as you are a queen. Like, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know where, who you're supposed to be offending with that, but you're offending somebody, JR. Yes. Yeah, that's that Which Oklahoma like woman, beans and barbecue sauce. Which is the second? Uh, so I was watching. Um, I showed somebody uh, the time Big Show's dad was pulled off of the hole by Big Boss Man at his <laughs> oh funeral. My God. Oh my god! And we watched the the ensuing Survivor Series match where uh, Big Show goes through like Big uh, Big Boss Man's entire team and then chases Big Boss Man uh, out of the ring and everything. And Jr. said that the Big Show was going through the t- that team like a, a salt through a wounded woman, and I don't understand that. <laughs> Yeah, that was my reaction. I don't know what that reference is, but it sounds bad. It does sound bad. It sounds like one of those like Midwest Southern. uh, Jr. said this. Jr. said it. Oh, nice. That's highly questionable. I need. I need to. Like, I. You know what? I meant to Google it, but I'm gonna Google it now. Salt through a wounded woman. (laughs) That's that's a red flag. That's a. I know it's about to be some nasty business coming up on Grum's phone. 
I'm trying to. There's there. It doesn't. It doesn't show. I don't know why. Like it might have just been like wounded because it's like salt through a wound was the first thing that came up. Um, right. I'm trying to see if there's any like just salt salt through a wound. Is that a uh, to rub salt in the in someone's rub salt? They make the unpleasant situation that you, you are in even worse. Often by reminding. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like, I I I don't know. Like, is it? I don't I don't yeah, get this. But I'm like was JR getting real specific with something? Yeah, that's what I'm I'm cons- I'm I don't know. I don't know. Was he his it was this during his time where he was in his mall Renault bag and he was just making references to things and like because I was 7 when that match happened, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what happened what happened in 1999. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a uh, everybody was being disrespectful to the Dutches. She was just trying to. She was trying to enjoy an, her 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 friend William Regal's wrestling match. I mean, all, I feel I feel like the most lost thing here is William Regal's the victim here. That man had pee in his tea. Listen, mm-hmm. all, he was just trying to do his job, Diggy. That's all he was trying mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, getting harassed in the workplace. Didn't go to HR. Man, a principal. If you look at it uh, that yeah, way, really. Know. He still he'll still engage in fisticuffs. You know, that's the kind of man he is. Look, he, man's he, man. He's a he he such a man. He's a man such a, he's he's a real a real man's man. Uh <laughs> the uh really yeah, no. Nah, he won though. You know what? He got to win. He got to the face of victory with holding holding his friend the Duchess of Queensbury in his arm while she had just been with the Duchess uh, on his arm. He well, like, yeah, he, That's what a real winner. Him? He got royalty on his arm. You know? He got royalty. Mm-hmm. Not many, not many people got royalty on their arm. They got, they That's think true. they got queens. They think they got queens. Oh, right. But they're not like me and Regal. Wow. We we got actual. Me and William Regal, we have royalty on our arms. You know. Oh, talk yeah. it. That's all. Talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was it. Was a fun look. That might be the best match that uh, we watch on the dork side. I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think of. Like mad, I, I, we did the fire. I did the Firefly Funhouse, and that wasn't so much a match, but it was still fun to watch. Um, but um, yeah, no, I mean the King of the Road match, Diggy was fun. That was it was wasn't a, still <laughs> upset we haven't seen our King of the Road match in recent times. I'm still waiting for that match to happen. I, never, still again. waiting for never again. the top of a truck and frog splash into the bed of it. That would be fantastic. Look, there. You know, it, since that happened, you know, since we did that episode, uh, you know, NXT 2.0 has been a thing. I'd love to see like uh, uh, Braun Breaker like spearing at somebody from one end of the truck to the other. You know, that'd be great I'm to watch. Gacy. Yeah, the Walter Ooh. is over. Walter's over. Over back is in uh is in the uh, U.S. now, like full time. So we get some Gunther. We get some Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. Just slapping the shit out of people, power bombing. I, I want, I want a, I want a King of the Road match. It's Gunther versus a road truck stop. It's just a whole bunch of guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, you, hey, 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 this guy said you guys all, you guys couldn't take him in a fight. You want to take him in, and then just it, it's like Roadhouse. You know, I just want Gunther just beating up, hey, doing it all. I would say bring back vignettes. You know what I mean? A mm. good vignette of Walter doing this, or excuse yep. me, Gunther doing this. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Is rolling up in the local bar, it's wrecking house. Oh, incredible! Would be incredible stuff. Uh, but uh, as we come to the close here, uh, we're gonna get your final thoughts here. 
We'll start with you, JTR. Final thoughts on your time on the dork side today from the match, the conversations we had, and all of it. I mean, you know, it was a great time. Uh, nothing much more to say than that. Um, I don't know. Is it, Chris Jericho, relax. That's really it. Just relax sometimes, <laughs> man. It's, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be, you know, doing too much, you know. He started all yeah, he's he started, doing too much. It was good when he put his face on the on the you know William Regal's face. He saw. I thought that would be the Duchess of Queensbury. He cooked him there, got him there. But <laughs> it's just two thousands wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It was just uh, anytime a wrestler picks up a microphone in two thousands, you got to be ready to hear. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you're already like tugging on your shirt. Comedy, <laughs> you ever, like <laughs> you see the, the the video where they're like John Cena, uh, John Cena uh, speaking Chinese during his promo, and it's him actually speaking Mandarin. And then they're like the Rock speaking Chinese, and it's and he's just wholly offensive. He's just doing just just oh. the worst offensive stuff, and it's like people are like, yeah, that's what, and Jr. King's like, ha, 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 on the on the fucking oh uh, my king, like he's like, yeah, that's a good joke. Oh uh, God, oh man, I just remember he's gonna oh be King was unbearable at the panel. Uh, I, I don't know Bro, how much you saw it. He was. Thank God King wasn't uh, calling that match we just watched because he would have said some foul shit about the queen well, the, that is the Duchess. Well, Dor- you oh, know he was he, gone at this time, yeah, right? Yeah, this is the time where he he was in a relationship with Stacy the Cat Carter, and she said, "I need more money. I'm a star." And Vince said, "No, you're fucking not. Shut the fuck up." And she's like, "I'm gonna quit." <laughs> he goes, "Okay." And then Jerry the King Lawler was like, "Hey Vince, like give her a little bit more money," and he goes, "No." And he's like, well, I got to quit then, too. I'm sticking with her. And he goes, okay, bye, Jerry. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. I thought that – like, that. that's a – oh, damn. I thought I thought that would work out for me. Uh, and then they just nah, put – the, and then a week later, Paul Heyman leave, basically shows up as the, the announcer, and then everybody in ECW is like, damn, we really are going out of business. Our boss has got a new job. Well, shit. Oh, uh, yeah, like, ugh. But it was a good that 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 year without uh, Jr. on the call, like WrestleMania 17, co- re- regarded as the greatest WrestleMania of all time. The King wasn't on it, so you know, huh? Interesting. Yeah, coincidence, perhaps uh, causation. I'd say so. Uh, but yeah, Diggy, what about oh. you? Uh, takeaways from the the Duchess of Queensberry and uh, everything that we talked about on the Torque side. Hey man, fun as always. Great time chatting with y'all about uh, some good old wrestling. Mm. Uh, I'm just happy to see William Regal uh, come out on top after how he was so wrongly done uh, by uh, Chris Jericho, and uh, I'm happy to see him walk out with uh, the Duchess with her back still intact after a horrible, horrible Walter Jericho. Horrible. It was just and that bad man Chris Jericho put on her. That man peed in another man's drink while he was just simply doing his job. <sighs> it's it's just, you know. work. Nasty logic, wrestling logic. That said, I want a bad guy to piss in somebody's drink now. Like, just do it. Like, just we need we need more evil guys. Like, I mean, I was talking about big. JT will piss in Adam Cole's drink right now, <laughs> hey. I, and I'll piss, I'll piss in Sammy Guevara's. So we'll be. <laughs> but I, I was talking about like the big boss man was an evil human being. He absolutely evil. He fed a man his dog. He put he stole another man's father off of a grave. He's a bad man. We need more bad villains, like just despicable humans on television uh, as an entertainment purpose, not in real life. We need somebody. I need, I need, I need, uh, I need like, 
Damn, I don't know who who would be the most like cowardly. I need like the Miz pissing in somebody's drink. That's what I need. I need. Yeah, the Miz. I feel like the lane that uh, Happy Corbin could fill. Oh, you know oh, what? That's no, true. Happy Corbin is perfect. That's Happy, perfect. Yeah, say, yeah. It's a little too. It's a little too. Yeah, it's a lot. Miz is a little too high class for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no. But the Happy, happy Corbin, Corbin would. Happy, yeah. I need Happy Corbin pissing in Madcap's drink. Yeah, that's what needs it. That's mm-hmm. that's. You it. know, I can that actually see correct. it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, gentlemen, thank you guys for coming on again. Uh, one last time, let the people know where they can find you if you want to be found and all that stuff. We'll start with you, Diggy. Uh, yeah, like I said, just on Twitter, uh, at BDig89. Uh, find me on there. Tweeting uh, not very often, but if uh, you can uh, take a look, see what you see over there. Probably won't like much. It's there. Oh, also, if you have any causes or anything you guys want to plug, you guys can as well. Got nothing. Nothing. All right, JTR. How about you? If you want to be found or any causes you'd like to, you'd like to, you know, raise awareness for. Um, I mean, if you really want to, on Twitter at El Jefe Hakobe. Um, I, I'm really not on there. You know, I'll post some things sometimes, but it's, you know, you'll see me if you see me. Uh, any causes? I, I, this is gonna come crazy coming for me, but we can we can be a little nice to each other in the world, right? Like this, yeah. we can all like. We can be mean and, and, and jest, and this is all fun time, but we can be, like, nicer to each other, like, actually, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely co-sign that. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming on. Oh, you got anything else, or? Nah, nah, my fault. Okay. You good. All, all good. All good. I, hey. I, I got one other thing. Uh, pretty much official, but uh, you're two-seed Boston Celtics at the moment, just so y'all know. <laughs> oh, hey. hey. Listen. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, is there a certain team that wears uh, red and blue that... That's stinking it up, Diggy? Not again, right? Not uh, after the I'm process. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there was a team that uh, it's in the Philly area that was that was like the top of the standings for a little bit. I mean, I don't Philadelphia? Know no, could it be? It just couldn't, couldn't be. be. I mean, they they got big games. Jane Harden, known playoff. Assassin. I heard they had the MVP. They do. They do have the MVP. <laughs> damn it. They absolutely do. I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm waiting for the. I was waiting for the actual slander to start. I'm like, wait a second. Hold on, Andrew. hold on. <laughs> hold on. Here. We also have the Eric. We also have the Eric Bischoff of coaches in uh, in uh, Doc Rivers. Uh, that, uh, that's a tough comparison. Hey, that's, I like that comparison. Look, that, that's good. That's the one that, that JTR had. That one. He said, yeah, "Listen, in hindsight, I'm like, hey, listen, that's tough for Doc." <laughs> That's a that that's, that's tough, tough for, for Eric. That's, that's <laughs> so for tough, yeah, like we might have to we might have to find a different one. We may we have to call him like Kevin Sullivan or something. Like I don't I don't know, but <laughs> like well, yeah, he was good for for what he was doing. But hey, uh, but yeah, look, uh, congrats to your team for uh, getting to play the the Nets in the first round again. Um, I'm scared. I'm not. I wouldn't be scared to be honest. I don't even think I, look, they got to they got to they got to beat they got to win a game. They got to win one game. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that team has struggled to win one game. Uh, there's a reason why they're, you know, <laughs> they are where they are. Um, multiple reasons. Uh, but, hey, look, if they, <laughs> I heard that there was a report that <laughs> the Nets think that Ben Simmons might play, and that would be so funny to watch him come back and get cooked by Jason Tatum. <laughs> it'll, it'll, yeah. Because it won't be me watching him get cooked by Jason Tatum. <laughs> I'm uh, looking forward if that does happen for the Grum Ben Simmons slander. Oh, it's to gonna up. be uh, it's gonna I, be nasty. I, I look as somebody who has defended and backed him and had to eat crow on literally everything. Um, I still think that he has the makings of a good player, but if he get if he starts getting fucking cooked, I'm a hundred. I'm just I'm 
it's loaded up, man. It's lo- I'm ready to go. <laughs> that man. I don't got tweets in the draft to unload on that man. I've got I've got tweets in the draft. I've got Instagram drafts. I've got I've got just <laughs> thoughts that I've kept in the, in the closet. I'll, it'll be it'll be it, it's scary times for Ben Simmons. He like I said when when he when the Nets came to Philly and he was sitting on the bench and everybody I'm like I would have been I, I would have had to get thrown out because I would have kept giving it to him even when we were down twenty. Like I don't care I don't care. I came to boo you, my man. I paid thousands of dollars to boo you. I'm gonna boo you. Mm-hmm. And, your money's worth in those booze. Absolutely. We, we've been Philadelphia. So I wouldn't have dressed up like a baby, though. I wouldn't have gone that far because, like, I don't need props. <laughs> I'd just be going like, boo, like you bum. I'd be that, that, that deep boo from, like, my thighs, bringing it all the way up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that what he would have That's strong. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hardcore. I've never really. The only time I'll really boo is at a wrestling show. That's really yeah. it. Like, oh, know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, hey man, everything's wrestling, man. Like, you that, know. listen, that's how I've lived my life. That's the philosophy I've been living with, and it's just like I might have ruined my my like my entire mind because like nothing, <laughs> everything is a work. Everything is a work. Everything is a work. Everything. It just is. It just is. Well, this was not a work on a shoot. This was a lot of fun. This was good. Good times uh, chatting with two. Uh, two pals, strong representation of the New England area. Strong, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm on Boston side this time. This time, <laughs> this time, I- I'm now. still praying on the Patriots' downfall, though. Believe me, I'm getting Belichick <laughs> out of here. <laughs> we were having such a good show, JT. I don't know why we had to start. Hey, listen, here at the end. you know what? Let me retract this. Mac Jones kind of growing me a little bit. Oh, I saw no. him hanging out with the kid. I saw him hanging out with the kids. I'm like, all right, I can root for him a little bit. So, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just praying on Belichick's downfall. <laughs> hey, you ain't the only one. That's you and everyone else that's not in the Boston area. So, hey. <laughs> it is all good. Hey, guys, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Love you guys. And I can't wait to get you guys on again. Thanks, man. Right. Thank you. Thank you, JTR. Thank you, Diggy, my pals, for coming on, having a good time, being great guests. And I'm going to try to keep this short, this exit in the outro part short. I would like to keep this under two hours for you, the listener. I'm looking out for you. So thank you, guys. Next week's episode is a good one. It is the long-awaited PN News episode. Myself, Kista, and making their return. Whack human being talking about PN News, an incredible podcast. Uh, the the amount of range again it is always good especially um, you know this is the first time I've mixed uh, having somebody on for the first time and having somebody who knew what they were getting themselves into so it was good good fun uh, PN news fun topic and I didn't even get to the best part we didn't even cover the best part about PN news which is a future dorks out of the ring uh, topic uh, the infamous scaffold match involving PN news is a good episode next week. So check that out. Thank you guys for continuing to support us. Hey, also, if you're listening to this before May 12th, May 12th, 8 p.m., twitch.tv slash boomdaba. That's right, last week's guest. That's B-O-O-M-B-A-H-D-A. Boomdaba. Well, I spelled that wrong. I did that wrong. It's boomdaba, not boombada. Uh, B-O-O-M-D-A-B-A-H, boomdaba, myself and boom. I think we might be doing an Elden Ring race. Uh, or we might do like a Nuzlocke thing. I don't know. We're going to st- keep talking about it and figure out exactly what we're doing. But myself and Boom to Ball, we're going to be doing goofs for the charity of the St. Jude's uh, 
Children's Hospital. It'll be good, do, good, do good, good stuff, uh, and just rambling on uh, much like I am right now. Thank you guys. So go check us out. It, you know that's on the twelfth, uh, and I'm sh- I'll have a link on next week's episode for sure of. Where, where, how you can help Boomba and Team RP, my friends, uh, Team Roleplay, uh, doing their doing their damn thing and helping kids um, and families uh, dealing with with uh, cancer. So thank you guys. Continue to support us for free at Dorkside Ring on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, join Grum.tv. There's a greater Grum unity. And if you would like to support us, support.grum.tv. That's the Patreon, so you can get these episodes early. You get all the nice, nice, fun stuff that you can see there uh, on the on the screen when you go to support.grum.tv. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys here next week. PN News, where uh, we won't take that seriously because wrestling is better when no one is taking it seriously. I'm Grum, and I'll see you guys here next week on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Ah.